what's up guys? This is Daniel Logan, Boba Fett, Attack of the Clones, Star Wars Episode 2, and you're listening to Below the Balance Show. Hey, join me on the dark side. We have cookies. <laughs> the Below the Belt Show is closed captioned for the hearing impaired. It is now time for the bad boys of Baltimore. Pips up. Goes down. boys and girls have you been naughty or nice this is al celebrity santa here for your weekly pleasure and it's our third christmas show uh, we've been doing christmas third all and month. final third and final christmas show and and it's okay to say the word christmas you know um uh, we believe that here on below the belt show so nonetheless um let's go ahead and introduce the festive panel, if you will, starting with, that's right, the one and only king of the 80s, the demotivational speaker, the one and the only Chachi McFly. That's right. It's my favorite show of the year for Blow the Belt. Um, just sucks that we're not hit there in person like we are, that we have been for the last 50 years. The last uh, 50 just, years. Yeah, it just sucks yeah, I remember that. when I remember when Dick Clark hosted the first Below the Belt show. And, <laughs> um, <laughs> That was a good time. And yeah. then he passed right. the baton to us. Yeah, yeah. Our, our founder, right. <laughs> I think I think before him it was George Burns, right? <laughs> oh, that's right. Like, he did it for like 10 years. Wow, that's an old <laughs> yeah. reference, guys. Well, let's go ahead and, then, and re- introduce the rest of the panel before we get a little more silly here on the on Below the Belt show. Uh, that's right, he is the man with a calming presence. He is the fan favorite. He wait, is wait, Mike, wait, that. General Zod. <laughs> I am many, many fans' favorite, and yeah, see, and um, as it always, is fan favorite is one fan. One fan, <laughs> one fan is still a fan, nonetheless. Yeah. I got uh, a fan Mama, up there too. Mama, I think Mama I'm General. its favorite. And let's go ahead and introduce. She's affectionately known as Your Grace. She is known by every nickname of Daenerys Targaryen. For whatever reason, uh, she's also known oh, as wow. Miss. <laughs> she's also known, also as Miss LST. That's Lord. right, guys. <laughs> she is the one and only Morgan Fabulous. Merry Christmas, Hello. Morgan. Hello, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy Festivus, which is tomorrow. Yes, cheers. Oh, okay, Festivus. that's what's up. And of course, you know Seinfeld. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, I know. I know Festus, guys. This is very, very festive, everybody. <laughs> and last but certainly not least, she is one of the BTB 2.0 originals. She is actress, host, singer, songwriter, extraordinary, pretty much a triple threat, guys, and affectionately known as Sergio Mormont. <laughs> She's the one and the only Sabrina Taylor Smith. She skipped right over you. <laughs> but, what? Hi. What? Sweet chocolata here. Sweet chocolata. Sweet chocolata. Yes. Oh, wait. Can you not? Yeah, you me? sound like a little far away. Uh-huh. Do I sound far away now? That's, That's better. That is better. better. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay, so I'm going to have to do this. That's okay. <laughs> Sabi, you look <laughs> great. You look great. Your hair looks nice. Thank you. Your yeah. hair's it's looking sad, I recently got over the Rona. So yeah. Oh, you're announcing it on the show. look good. <laughs> you, want, you want to be public with your um, contracting of COVID. Right. She heard uh, I mean, talk about what? every other ailment on the show. Yeah, I mean, Oops. exactly. I mean, they know. One year I was a hospital patient, and I do you remember when I was slathering calamine lotion on my scale? Oh, Lord. That oh, one Lord. year for Halloween? Yeah, Wait, which, I'm pretty which year? sure BTV knew um, that. Last year? Uh, that was yeah. like six years ago, when I was still dressing up in costume in studio. Okay. Well, there was another time when you were rubbing all that lotion on. Um, like, yeah, I'm the lizard queen. I have to moisturize my hut. Hey, I didn't want to call you that. You don't have to be the lizard queen. You could be the dragon queen. That sounds I mean, better. Either yeah. or, yeah, I have to moisturize my husk, number one. Number <laughs> two, I have crazy healing abilities. You have mutant powers. I do, actually. I heal really fast if I get cut. But it's only because new scales form over top of it. Uh, Oh, wow. Okay. I'm so But I don't stop from it. Oh yeah. You know, you know, that's the uh, that's the exact power. You guys aren't into my skin flakes. The whole thing about um, healing back scales really, really quickly, that was the exact power of the Spider-Man villain, the lizard. Lizard! Yeah, so, I know. Exactly. I so, feel him so hard. And so I compare nerdy. myself to the lizard because when I'm having really bad allergy t- attacks before the skin flakes come, my eyes get all red and oh, wow. scary. And then I start doing those like weird zombie squalls where you're like... <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> and then the rashes break out. So I really feel like I'm going through a transformation into the Lizard Queen. Like, well, okay. yeah, Kurt Connors was a really cool character. So yeah, right? you got some That's good. Com- nice you got some good company. Connors. That's a nice Christmas the story, Sabby. Turned on in the world. Yeah. That story was general. <laughs> Guys, it wouldn't because it wouldn't be some kind tradition. of comic book character. It, it wouldn't be tradition if I wasn't sick on the show for Christmas. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it really would. Well, I'm, I'm glad this is true. Glad all of us are feeling festive <laughs> and uh, in the Christmas spirit. Uh, just really quick, everyone around the room, while I try to pull up these notes because I literally forgot to post them, um, they're ready. But nonetheless, uh, just around the virtual room, um, what you are looking forward to this Christmas? Starting with Sabby, then. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, definitely don't start with me. I'm the one that's the traumatized puppy. <laughs> Give me a minute. We should probably start with me last. 
Okay. Start Chachi McFly. <laughs> yeah, Chachi. You well, this go. is this is the best time of year. Like I actually gave my little nephew uh, um one of the animatronic um you so know Baby cute. Yoda Grogu dolls. Oh, uh, that's yesterday. so adorable, Chachi. Oh, wow. That's awesome. I figured I gave it to him early because he gets bombarded by so many toys at Christmas time that he'd just be overwhelmed, and I want him to be able to play with it, you know, throughout the week. How old so, is he? Yeah. He's like three and a half. Oh, perfect oh, age. Wow. It's such a cool little toy. Like, if you lay it down, it, like, shuts his eyes and starts um, snoring. And if you tap his head, it's like It snores, baby Yoda snores. It snores, it snores. Awesome. If you tap his head, like, it lifts his um, arm up in the air and does, like, the force and does, like, the sounds and stuff. Can you oh, feed him eggs? Goodness. You can't feed him eggs, unfortunately. <laughs> If people, if people be triggered, they probably cancel the toy. Oh, <laughs> well, that's yeah, adorable. It's, like, it's the best time of the year. Like the movies, the um, songs, like, like I love everything about it. I love everything about it too, but it's um, a little bittersweet because I will not see my West Coast family due to COVID. Oh. Um, we were all supposed to be together this year. The original plan was for all of us to be in California this week. Um, unfortunately, COVID had changed that. Mom and dad are not flying anywhere at this time until the vaccine. Um, you know, until they have the vaccine. My sister's very COVID conscious. She wasn't, any, she didn't feel comfortable flying out here. So sadly, um, you know, um, yeah. the family will be separated again this year, but it, you know what? Um, this is why I love how Zoom, Skype, FaceTime has developed and advanced. Um, as far as keeping in touch with people, I know it's not the same, but this is the way below the belt show is able to continue guys. And it's a very, you know, it means a lot that the pandemic actually almost shut below the belt show down guys. So um, I got to say, I feel very grateful due to technology, yeah. due to video chatting and Amen. Ability you can't to, get rid of us that easily. We, exactly. <laughs> they can't tried. hold us down. Yeah. They tried. Yeah. They tried. <laughs> Morgan, your grace. Christmas uh, things to look forward to. Um, you know, I I just love. I also like Chachi. I love this time of year. Like I decorated. I have a small apartment. I mean, I didn't get a tree. Uh, I am also not seeing my parents or my sister. I mean, I'm going to see them. I'm going to really? see them from like outside. Like I'll really? stand on their porch okay. and give them some gifts. And uh, sing Christmas carols. I mean, I don't know. My sister's very COVID conscious. So are my parents yeah, and that's fine. Um, that's what happens. I haven't you... seen yep. my like my cousins and my aunts and uncles, like my one cousin just had her third kid. Like I haven't seen the baby, but I mean, I'm not going to see any of them, but um, a couple of my girlfriends and I are going to hang out on Christmas. Like we're going to, I'm going to cook. We're going to make cookies, you know, can't keep the spirit down. Going to like, you know, make out a little bit. Like, oh, uh, you'll see photos. See, I, I, you'd, like, right. you'd like both of them, Chachi. Yeah, <laughs> and why is that? I mean, one of them is a tall blonde. The other one is my petite uh, Latina friend. I mean, they're both yeah. very pretty. Yeah. Yeah. I think I know one of them. I, th I think I know one of you them. You do. You know one of them. <laughs> Good we gotta time. get her on here one day. Why don't we? Why don't yeah, we? Yeah. 
Well, I might, uh, I might come down the chimney. Okay. Oh, <laughs> bring it, if you bring a baby Yoda. Really? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, let's go ahead and it's, well, let's go ahead and uh, ask the general. So the general, I know you're of Persian descent. Uh, I believe your wife is Jewish. Yeah. Um, yes, is, is is there any Chris? Is there any Christmas celebration, or do you of do Hanukkah? Of or do you do Christmas other celebration? Ah, we okay. are we are very uh, we we make sure to celebrate everything we can. So we do Hanukkah awesome. and we do Christmas. And I've been doing Christmas my whole life, uh, at least you know since I was like three or so. So yeah, the um, I mean the thing I'm looking forward to the most. I mean yeah, it's going to be a little bit more low key. I won't be able to see as many people. Right. And but it's uh, I mean, the important thing is everybody's healthy. No one uh, no one no one has come down with anything, um, you know. Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, my my kids are like super spoiled. And, you know, even though I pretend to get really annoyed by that, I think it's pretty cool that like, you know, my my eight-year-old son is so into this new drone that we bought him. And, um, yeah. And, you know, it's... it's fine. So, so there's a lot. There's a lot to be happy for and a lot to be thankful. Awesome. I, I yeah. That's great, yeah. Jenna. Well, Christians definitely are great at taking a religious holiday and making them <clears throat> nothing to do with religion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah if you take the other holidays, you take, like, you know... Well. Like, if you take Hanukkah and you take um, I mean, the three wise Ramadan and like they're all like religious and Christians yeah. is like, all right, we're just gonna make a, a fat man with a beard. <laughs> Hanukkah Hanukkah is uh, actually uh, not as religious as most other Jewish holidays, yeah, right? Because it's, it's eight yeah, crazy nights. Yeah, yeah, the struggle is doing through through the eight nights. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a very good point. Yeah, but you know there are there <laughs> there are there are ties to gift giving all the way. You know, through the the Bible with the three wise men bringing gold, frankincense, and myrrh to to baby Jesus. So, I mean, not all of it is. I mean, there's some. But do you guys, do you guys know what myrrh is? Yeah. No, I don't know. Isn't what myrrh it is. a? It's an oil. <laughs> oil. It's a fragrant yeah. oil. Okay. But it's like really like greasy and kind of feels like uh, really fatty almost, doesn't it? So yeah. it's rich. Yeah. Well, you can never have enough enough myrrh, you know. Can't. Yeah, exactly. you know, especially this time of year, you always run out before I the holidays, so it's always some good gift. Frankincense gifts. oil. All See right. that? I do. I think I have some somewhere, Frank- but I don't have any myrrh. I, I have myrrh and frankincense. Oh, so okay. went on the way to Morgan's heart. Get some myrrh for her. All right, for the holidays. I'll ask Bill I'll Burr. I'll get her all myrrh. that myrrh. <laughs> yeah, Marty, get some myrrh, myrrh for her. <laughs> Well, guys, I think before we welcome our special guests, who I'm really excited to have on, singer extraordinaire, actress extraordinaire, Brave Williams, who's in BET's amazing Christmas movie called Christmas Lottery. Um, Almost got through the whole film, but I think maybe that's for the better, not to talk about the ending of the film uh, due to spoilers, but we have... Brave Williams, who plays Nicole Davenport, she's the middle of the three sisters. The, uh, the three sisters in the family have a tumultuous relationship, uh, let's just say. And uh, uh, their father, played by uh, Reginald Dell Johnson from Family Matters and uh, a lot of other great films. I think he was Die in Hard. Die Hard, right? yes. Hard movie. Yeah. yes. Uh, it is a Christmas movie. Yes, yeah. he, he tells he tells it's his daughters. It's a Christmas movie. It is. 
he tells his daughters that uh, that he won the lottery, and uh, we'll 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 save that all uh, we'll save that all for uh, Brave when she calls in. But let's let's go on for the first thing I want to talk about. If you heard the opening um, um, music, if you saw my backdrop, which you can't see if you're listening to Below the Belt Show's podcast, let's talk about everything. From the Mandalorian season finale, that's right, episode eight. It's a short season for the Mandalorian, um, but this episode was phenomenal. And before anyone says anything, let's save the big reveal for a returning character at the end. Let's just start from the beginning up, talk a little bit about the episode because it was so exciting. So as you know, Mando has traveled the galaxy looking for the right person to train Um uh, Grogu, and you know they went to the Seeing Stone, where um, Baby Yoda did reach out uh, to all the Jedi across the galaxy, and that was uh, cut short because the Dark Troopers stole Baby Yoda and brought him up to Moff Gideon's ship. Um, so now this episode is called the Rescue, so it's all about rescuing Baby Yoda from Moff Gideon's ship. So they. We're able to get the coordinates successfully from that uh, that Empire base, um, and uh, that was a great episode, by the way, which we talked about last week. You can listen on demand as we discuss that episode. But uh, moving on to this episode, Mando, uh, along with Ming Na Wen's uh, Senec character, and of course Boba Fett himself, uh, go to. Um, um, seek the help of additional Mandalorians. And then, of course, that is the one and only um, Bo-Katan, who's played by Katie Sackoff from Battlestar Galactica fame. And for you WWE fans, Sasha Banks. Wow. I did not expect Sasha Banks to be in two episodes, much less this huge episode. So, wow, kudos to, to Sasha Banks for... For you know, one of her first acting roles. I mean, I, obviously with wrestling there is acting, but um, we did see when they were trying to recruit them to help rescue Baby Yoda. You I uh, call that acting. Yeah. Well, from the from if you watch The Mandalorian, Sasha Banks did display some of her acting, but most. No, of I she, meant in WWE with the wrestling. I mean, a lot of these, a lot of the wrestlers have to cut promos. So yeah, uh, cutting pro- I'm talking about acting. I'm not talking about I know, about when you're cutting a promo, you're line. acting because you have a villain versus a hero. And in order to um advance a story, you have to convincingly portray that villain or hero. And there's a lot but, of there's a lot of there's a lot of acting in the physical sense too. Yeah, yeah, but I want to pivot back to Mandalorian if that's okay, Sabby. Um go for it, go so on. so of course Sasha Banks, who's an accomplished wrestler, does a tornado DDT. <laughs> Wrestling fans probably recognize this move because it was amazing to see. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was a very action-packed sequence when they arrived on um, off the ship. Um, lots of stormtroopers. I mean, they just pretty much showed how weak stormtroopers are. <laughs> just like cut through yeah. all of them like butter. Um like butter. Uh, like butter, like butter. Um, you know, so um so uh they split into two teams, really just Mando himself in one team and the, everyone else in the other team. So the um, the team comprised of Bo Katan, the other Mandalorian, Sasha Banks, 
um, Fennec, and Gina Carano's character of Cara Dune wipe out all the stormtroopers. Uh, very important there. Mm-hmm. And then we go, then we go to Mando, where he goes to rescue Baby Yoda, knows what, um, I guess, prison cell that he's in. And then he sees Giancarlo Esposito, Moff Gideon, with the dark saber, um, right above Baby Yoda's head. And of course, all of us were very, mm-hmm. uh, you know, very distraught about that. Obviously, nobody harms Baby Yoda. That would be just horrible. Um, and then, um, you know, uh, Moff Gideon says, well, you can have Baby Yoda if you want. I got his blood. I got his midichlorian count. Right. Um, Which I thought was very nice of him. You know what I mean? Was that nice. was nice. Yeah. He's, like, he's, not, he's not unreasonable. Right. And then, you know, says, I don't want your dark saber. Just keep it. All right. Gideon's like, okay, go ahead. Uh, take Baby Yoda. And then, of course, from behind, tries to strike him. Well, he he slipped. He slipped and like you know. Slipped. Okay. <laughs> the dark saber came out. Okay, the dark saber yeah. came out. Yeah, yeah, that was total accident. Mm. <laughs> but <laughs> let's talk about the Beskar armor because the dark saber is supposed to be even more powerful than a lightsaber um, because it has magical abilities other than it's you know and it's a laser sword that can cut through virtually everything. It cannot cut through Beskar. So Mando's armor completely, um, you know, um, impervious. Which was pretty cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool to see. It is cool, but, like, I would have liked it better if he was a little bit more vulnerable. Like, they can't make him have impervious armor. That's ridiculous. Like, uh, then there's no real danger. it looked like it was getting kind of pummeled. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, the um the staff, what the rod was starting to glow. Yeah, it was like okay. getting red. Like yeah. I thought it was yeah. like I thought it was gonna snap in two, and then he was gonna be like nunchucks. <laughs> but a little right. bit before Mando went in the cell with Moff Gideon, Baby Yoda, he had to take care of one dark trooper, and they, I love yeah, how they dealt was, with. Oh, that. that was a badass scene. They that was had a, to deal with that the was show. a really good scene. How I was powerful. on my edge, edge yeah. of my seat. Yeah. <laughs> and they and they did it in this kind of like almost like horror movie kind of way where you see yeah yeah the I didn't like that pulling open the door. Out. Yeah, I didn't like it. That they was very scary. horror movie esque, right? So he had a lot of trouble dealing with one dark trooper. Of course, uh, all the other dark troopers. Uh, uh, fell into space when he when the rear door um, opened up. But for now, but then for now, but he had a hard time with the one dark uh, trooper. Uh, finally, realizing the Beskar spear to the to the uh, to the face of the dark trooper was the way to take him out. Then fast forwarding past uh, the Moth Gideon Mandalorian fights. Uh, Moth Gideon gave it his best, but Mando won the fight. Did not kill Moff Gideon, put him in handcuffs, those galactic handcuffs, grabbed Baby Yoda, and brought him to the front of the ship, um, to the bridge. Okay. You know, so, you know what's one thing I, I find kind of funny, though? We totally buy all these, like, really older actors playing these, like, badass action roles. Like, Giancarlo Giancar- does it. He yeah, does Giancarlo guys. Esposito is 63 years old. But I wouldn't think that. I, did, I wow. totally bought him as this like badass, you know, almost supervillain type character. In, he's, he's badass in every role he does. Yeah. You know, as Gus Frank. Wait, that um, man is sixty-three. Better Call Saul. Yeah. Yep. Well, it's because he's so, wild. 
we don't age. <laughs> and, the, and then black, he's in the um... brown don't frown, black don't crack. <laughs> so, so uh, Mando brings Baby Yoda, Moff Gideon in handcuffs and the dark saber to the bridge. Robo Katanas, the other Mandalorian played by Sasha Banks, Cara Dune, <laughs> and um, and Fennec. And uh, yeah, so Bo-Katan looks at the Darksaber. So there's uh, some interesting um, things that were revealed about the Darksaber that I think will be tackled in season three. That basically because Mando defeated Gideon, Mm -hmm. he um, takes ownership of the Darksaber. He is the heir to the the Mandalorian throne, so to speak, because he wields this Darksaber. Why um, didn't what's her name just tell him that so that she could? I mean, I don't know. It seemed like she wanted. I, she I think that way it makes it look like an ulterior motive to help. Yeah, that's going right? to be that's going to yeah. be the the overarching plot line of season three. It's exactly. Probably, it's probably going to happen. So Amanda goes, I'll yield. I'll just give the dark saber yeah, to Bo-Katan. He didn't want it. She did not want it. And Mo- Moff Gideon is like grinning. Yeah. <laughs> saying, see? Evil. He's grinning, saying, Just like oh, spring, he's always one step ahead. Yeah. You know, he's outsmarting all of them. That's not how it works. You have to fight yeah. them in battle to get it. So, uh, see what he, see uh, what he so, did there? <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, that's not the end of it, guys. The dark troopers somehow get back on board of the ship. As you know, they do have terminators. They have, they have terminators. They scary. They're scary as F. They can fly. If, Hell, they fucking stole Baby Yoda and flew back on the ship. So surely they can escape the depths of space and fly back on. So that's what they did. They go up towards the bridge. Bang, bang, bang. They're banging on the doors, about to go in. No one's going to be able to take care of these dark troopers. I mean, yeah. There's too many of them. There's too Too many many of them. Who can handle all those dark troopers? Yeah, Moff Gideon goes, you had a lot of trouble with one. How are you going to deal with the platoon? Exactly. They they can't do it. They can't do it. So all the dark troopers, for whatever reason, they stop pounding on that door. Their attention gets diverted. To the force. (laughs) To some force. And it's the presence of an X-Wing Who could it be? An X-Wing ship and a hooded Jedi hmm. entering the ship with a green lightsaber I... slashing through these dark troopers like butter. Like well, butter, I... like butter. I did not see the color of the um, lightsabers. I mean, I just, what, just, what an end. What, you saw what, it on the black like... and white monitor. Hang on, hang on, I... Morgan. I know where you're going. So he, he... I couldn't believe it. <laughs> so we see the glove. We see the green lightsaber. I was like, is Mando, it? Mando's is... like, can we? Should we let him in? You know, or, or everyone else? No, don't let him in. Mando's like, we're letting him in. He's a Jedi. He just yeah. sliced through all those dark troopers. Oh. And in walks in, guys, a complete jaw-dropping WTF moment. Yeah, indeed. He. I think I yelled head. out. He pulls his head. <laughs> his hood over his head and reveals it's the one and only Luke Skywalker guys. Guys, what did you think? And did you guess? And what, at what point did you all guess that it was Luke Skywalker? When he's slashing through, you know, all the dark troopers, I'm like, is it, could it be? I'm like, or is it some other character? Right. And then, I mean, how did they, was that really Mark Hamill? And did they, 
like do some. I mean, I. I so I, I, I finally I, I filmed this back in '85. Actually, so <laughs> like one day we're gonna need this. Trust yeah. me. But you we're know gonna... how they like take the person, but like yeah. do yeah, all they, the CGI they, they, they they crap. So I just read ahead. I did read ahead, Morgan. They did have a a body double. Um, okay. because I think Chachi alluded to Mark Hamill okay. not exactly being in the, the shape that he was in his 20s or 30s. Oh, right. So, I mean, he's he's 60 plus, right? Or, right. Is he almost seven? So, they hired another actor and they digitally CGI'd Luke's face. That's what, um, yes, that's what I was... Probably gave the actor a similar haircut, so he did all 69. the motion. Yeah. Mark Hamill's 69. It's almost 70, that's right. Wow. Um... And I initially thought it could have been Mark Hamill, and they just did the aging process, which would have made sense um, because it worked for Sam Jackson. But Sam Jackson, again, black don't crack, and he's in the physique. You know, Sam Jackson's probably in a similar physique he was back when he was in his 30s or whatever, when he was yeah. a lot younger. Yeah. Mark Hamill, maybe not so much the case. I think that's why they went with this route, which is a little more difficult um, to do a complete CGI face swap. This is what they did in Rogue One with Grand Moff Tarkin, if you guys remember that. But that's what we did. Um, that's what they did uh, for the Mandalorian. So, so this is the sad, sappy part, guys. So we're already oh, like, oh my god, it. oh my god, it's Luke Skywalker. Um, he's the only one that responded to the Beacon Call on the Seeing Stone. He is a Jedi and one of the few Jedi in the galaxy. And because Ahsoka Tano did not want to train Gogu, uh, Luke Skywalker is the uh, rightful Jedi to train Baby Yoda um, because they said if you have the talent, um, it's just basically wasted talent is what they said, right? If it's if he's not trained. So you have to have the training in order to be a powerful Force user. So um, it's, it's, it's a very... Tear-jerking moment, guys. Mando oh. decides it's best that baby Yoda goes to Mark Hamill for his training. And in a very emotional scene, grabs baby Yoda. Baby Yoda mm-hmm. touches his helmet. And uh, for the second time this season, Pedro Pascal re- uh, is revealed, guys, the actor behind Mando. I mean, I thought that was very telling when he took off the mat, the his helmet the first time. Right. And the other, whatever that other guy's name is like, oh, like you're, you're not supposed to take it off, but when it comes down to it, like everyone has their line or whatever. And I was like, right. that is very true. That's he did true. what had to be done. Yep. And I don't think there was a dry tear for anyone that watched that because it was very emotional. Uh, Mando himself was, had tears in his eyes. General, did you cry? Mm-hmm. Come on, General. Come on now. I, I, it, 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 I wept. It welled. I welled up a little get bit. Get the feels. Did you get the feels? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, <clears throat> I really, really. Uh, one of the things that you know you could really see it in that scene, like Pedro Pascal. Like one thing you got to give him credit for is, despite the fact that he's wearing the, you know, he's wearing the helmet, and literally it could be anybody in that outfit. Right. Really. Mm-hmm. You know, you could really, you know, just by his gestures and everything, he did, he portrayed a lot more emotion than you would think that right. someone could do in this, like, full-body right. armor. And um, you could really see it in that scene even before he took the helmet off. 
And um, yeah, I mean that's that's a real credit to his abilities as an yeah. actor. I mean, he showed more emotion with a helmet on than Hayden Christensen did in all the prequels. Oh, yeah. Wait, too soon? Wow. Too soon, no. <laughs> you, can say, you can say that about Jake Lloyd. Maybe not. Too uh, soon. Hayden. Yeah, no, no. Well, Hayden is coming back, so let's, let's give him no, a No, he's going to redeem himself. In, in the upcoming. Faith. What has he been Obi-Wan doing series? between yeah. <laughs> the prequels and now? Drugs. Like, I think Drugs. just banging Rachel Bilson. Oh no, wait, no, he's not with Rachel Bilson anymore, is he? No, no. they're not together. They're not together anymore. Okay, so he, no. whatever you oh. got. Well, he's that would being be a family man. He's been a family man. I, I mean, he was in that. He was in a pretty good movie about like this like um, plagiarism scandal at the New Republic magazine. That was a good movie. It was called like yeah, Shattered Glass, I think. It sounds like the most boring movie I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great a it's a good movie. The most boring movie like, I've ever like encountered. like, this was, was such a good movie. Boyhood. About plagiarism. <laughs> <laughs> well, really quick, guys. That sounds interesting to me. Oh. That sounds interesting to me. Wait a minute. The wait a minute. Before we pivot. Wait a minute. He didn't write that boyhood. shit at all. That was somebody else wrote that shit. Yeah, but wait. Whoa. Can we take this like brief moment to discuss this movie, Boyhood? Actually, can, 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 we, can we pivot to that just because we're going to have a special guest and I want to wrap up Mandalorian <laughs> talk? Yes. Go okay. ahead. All right. So we had one big reveal. Another big reveal. That's right. Your favorite droid, R2-D2. Uh, uh, yes. right, right behind Luke Skywalker. So he fills in the scene. Now, wait, hold on. Uh, did they de-age him or did they use like a old footage? Because a lot younger in that clip. Yep. Yeah, Although I, yeah. I will say I will say something about the the de aging of Luke Skywalker. Did you all think he looked a little weird? Like the yeah, de aging. There was a lot of criticisms for the CG, and it was, and, and general. I think it was more of a complete CGI swap versus de aging. Okay, because again, so they had there actor. was a lot of uncanny valley going on with uh, with yeah, how he looked. Yeah, I mean it's improved. I think it's gotten better since Tony Stark's. Um, younger uh, de-aging in, in um, Civil War. Civil War. It, it's gone a lot better since then. I think every year it gets a little better. <laughs> but, um, People are you know, too critical. I mean, you're, you're taking somebody's face from when they're young and putting it on another body. It's pretty amazing. And people yeah. are still complaining about that. My God. I mean, it's not perfect, yeah. but my God, you're seeing... You're seeing stuff now on the screen and on TV that you never would have seen otherwise. Although, I mean, I gotta say, I thought it looked better in Rogue One. And Rogue also, One came out years, three or because, three years Because, ago. you know, 20 years ago, you would have had Justin Bieber walk out and be like, I'm Luke Skywalker. You know, it would not have been <laughs> yeah, a at all. Yeah, I say, what happened to the days when random people just popped into the next movie and they were supposed to be the other character and people just pretended like, it wasn't a thing. What oh, happened to those that'll, days? That'll still happen. That's going to happen a fair amount, I think, especially, uh, you know, as that technology gets better. Like, you know. Yeah. And uh, I'd like to go on to the end credit scene of The Mandalorian. Yes, please. This was huge as well, guys. So at the end credits, so hopefully all, everyone sat through the credits and watched. If not, you heard about it and you went back and watched. But then we get to Jabba the Hutt's former palace. That's right. Now being ruled by Bib Fortuna, a much <laughs> huskier Bib Fortuna, who's huskier. kind of taking the role. Uh, yeah, a bit we'll put in a little bit of pounds over the years. You know? Okay, so you're giving, you're giving really a pass. Cool. Is it, really cool. Was it the same actor who played Bib Fortuna in the original? You know, it, apparently the actor for this one is Matthew Wood. So I think okay. it was a different actor, but... Um, 
Uh, that's the actor that played Ben Fortuna in this end credit scene. Okay, so we saw a few of the familiar characters, Salacious Crumb, a Twi'lek chained up, you know. And then we see, that's right, we see Fennec with Boba Fett following. Uh, you hear the, 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 the chains of his, his his boots, you know, the, the what is it called? The um, little things on his boots that make noise. Spurs. The spurs yes. on his boots, yes, yes. They made, they made it uh, apparent that you heard that. And this is where I'm a little confused because he was hired by Hutt, you know, as a bounty hunter at the time. He comes and kills everyone except, oh, well, they let they let the Twilight go. Thank God they had some ca- compassion, let her go. But they kill everybody else, guys. I mean, Bib Fortuna even scrambles to apologize. Boba kills him. Then he shoves him off the throne, just pushes that massive Bib Fortuna off the throne. Then uh, Fennec goes to grab that blue alcohol that's all over <laughs> Star Wars, which looks pretty damn good. That's, they're going to have to have that at Disney. Um, uh, yeah, Disney I think they, they, they do have it there. Oh, they already have it there already. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so at the end, they show that it's uh, the Book of Boba Fett airing December 2021, guys. So initially, there was some confusion as to, whoa, is this the next chapter of Mandalorian? Right. John Favreau. Uh, clarify that no, it's a separate miniseries. They're saying miniseries, not limited series. Is John uh, Favreau writing it? The Book of uh, Boba Fett? Um, I know that they're producing. Uh, Filoni and, and Fett are producing. Robert, Robert Rodriguez will be involved. But yes, it is a completely uh, different series. Mandalorian Season 3 will focus on Din Djarin and Bo-Katan, I guess, with the storyline of um, Mandalore and the Darksaber. And, of course, um, the Book of Boba Fett's going to just hopefully explain what happened to Boba Fett, how yeah. he survived the Sarlacc pit, because they did not explain it. They will. They just showed that he was very scarred, you know? Um, but not, not scarred to the, uh, to the effect that you would expect for someone being digested for <laughs> over the 25 of a, years. Well, he wasn't 25 in there for 25 years. years. <laughs> he probably escaped out of there um, shortly after. He's got the jetpack. Well, well, how long? How long does the How long does the Mandalorian? How like how much? Uh, He's farther? got Beskar armor. Let's not forget. Yeah. yeah. How much time has taken place between um, Return of the Jedi and the Mandalorian? I know they have their. It's about that, five like, years, actually. Five, five years. years. Okay. Yeah. Right. That's why he looks look so similar to how he did in Jedi. Right. Right. <laughs> well, that's kind of an uh, interesting. Um, yeah, but, I mean, but here's the thing. People waited since 1983 when Return of the Jedi came out to see Luke Skywalker once again kick ass in some form. Like people dreamed about it. They hoped about it. They, they, they prayed for it. And the um, and also to drink milk out of uh, an animal's no, teeth. No, they never thought about that. They, they, <laughs> the new trilogy, that's all we wanted. And we never got it. You know, we, we, Luke was a little bitch in the trilogy. And he was complaining and he was whining and like... It was it was very disappointing, you know. We wanted to see the Luke of old kick ass one more time, and we never saw it. He was a hologram, um, right? You know, this this showed this kick ass like him, this this tearing up these dark troopers. This, this is what we waited for so long for. This is the and, this uh, is the badass Luke. Badass we wanted. So how hard was this to give this to the fans? This is all we wanted. <laughs> we didn't you want know? a grumpy old hermit. And Luke, and, and right? truth be told, Luke looked unstoppable i mean like when you think about like where he just like mowed down all those dark troopers and the dark troopers would already been established as being 
so incredibly powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I liked when he killed the last scene. one. Sorry, very oh, the last one, he actually just, like, yeah, I don't know. The force just, just like, force. like exploded, like, imploded yeah, yeah. the entire right. dark trooper. That's what yeah. I was. Um, I would be able to self-destruct. No, but it was very, it's very reminiscent to um, Rogue One at the end with Darth Vader kicked out. Oh yeah. That 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 hallway. Mm-hmm. I mean, is. I like that's that. actually yep. I, a YouTube show that I watched. Hachi actually mentioned that exact scene, and that's how oh, it was. Right. Yes, that the, the Rogue One Darth Vader scene. So well, Chachi, you, you did mention. Uh, I'd like to throw this out really quick, guys. Um, how. Boba Fett looked a little different since Return of the Jedi to Tamara Morrison's version that we saw Mandalorian. That's because it was portrayed by actor Jeremy Bullock, and we're really, really sad to announce, guys. The actor that played the original Boba Fett from Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi had sadly passed away. He had complications of Parkinson's disease at the age of 75, and it's... I really hope that he was able to watch the Mandalorian and see his character come, you know, come back to life on screen. Um, because again, his character in Empire and Return of the Jedi, although a small supporting character, was so iconic in a lot of ways. A lot of people love that character, um, and it's really sad. Um, we actually had an actor by the name. Of, oh, and uh, let's get back into that a little hey. later because we are ready. Uh, to welcome our special guest of the evening. It's our Christmas episode. So why not an actress singing superstar from a Christmas movie called The Christmas Lottery uh, join us here on BTB, Below the Belt Show, the wonderful, the talented, the beautiful, Brave Williams. Brave, it's good to have you on Below the Belt Show. You're making me blush. I like (laughs) Brave, you're rocking that lipstick, by the way. Thank you. Thank you for my visual pleasure. It it didn't match my Christmas hat. It was either the dark purple or bright (laughs) green. The whole outfit. Yeah, the right choice. Yeah, I love the gold. Thank you. I was gonna say, but I did do the gold for you guys. I wanted to be in the Christmas. Oh yes. thank you. I did tell Raphael uh, about the the holiday attire, which I'm glad. But you know what? Watching Christmas lottery that really puts me in the Christmas spirit because Mm. I want to laugh. I want to see some family dynamics, and y'all did it in this film. Thank you. I yes. really appreciate that. I really do. I mean, for me, when I read the script, it was like literally a mirror of my own life. And I just love the fact that it shed points on just the family dyna- dynamic between siblings. I mean, every, you know, relationships aren't always so perfect, especially when it comes to sisters. So I just love that it really shows that in the end, it's like we came together. So how is that similar to your life? What parallels with Nicole and your life with your siblings? How much time we got? Look. <laughs> <laughs> so, we got a minute. <laughs> so I'll get some quick bullet points. Um, sure. One, the fact that her name was uh, uh, Nicole Elizabeth. My name is Brave Elizabeth. The fact uh-huh. that there's three sisters. She's the middle child. I have three sisters. I'm the middle child. What? The, there you go. The fact that her mother suffered from Alzheimer's or dementia. I lost my father to dementia. Um, oh. and, and so it was, it, it literally paralleled yeah. my life. The resentment from an older sibling. Oh, oh, let me tell you all this real quick. Real quick, real quick. I'm going to talk to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give it to us. Give it to us. So... <clears throat> 
older sibling <laughs> resented the fact that the that the middle child left because I had to go pursue a career in in me personally in acting and in music. My character had to go pursue her career in finance. So when she came back home, you could just tell that it was like the older sibling felt like you left me here to take care of mom and dad. Let me tell y'all this. My older sister, after, okay, so on set, when I got done fussing with Asia, who played my older sister, Asia Epperson, played uh, Deidre, my older sister in real life was actually the lead stylist for this movie. Oh! <laughs> uh, so that's awesome. You had inspiration on set. You don't understand. It was so surreal. So when I'm arguing with Asia on set, uh -huh. I'm to the trailer to now argue with my sister about how I effed her clothes up because I spilt my lunch on my outfit. Oh, <laughs> oh you can say whatever you oh, want. Oh, that by the sounds way, just <laughs> like me and my sister. <laughs> Same. Oh, sounds so like me and my me sister. Me spilling too. stuff on the outfits. It, it was, kind of it was a blessing. It was truly a blessing to be able to experience that type of um, just that work, that moment with my real sister while imitating life um, with my two wow. sisters. So you, you read that script and you were like, I'm, I'm all about this project. I'm in it. I was like, I'm in it. Wow. Like, I, I was so invested when I read it. Yeah. How, how did you initially get involved? Um, They reached out. They, they did. That's I, great. I, I, Isn't that the best? They just yeah. want you. Someone reached out to my team and they sent the scripts over and um, I was actually in between projects. But once I read it, I was like, hands down, I am Nicole Davenport. I need that role. Yes. Let me audition and win. Oh, I love that. That That's great. I mean, they were thinking of you. They had you. They envisioned you in this role. Uh, they still, you know, did the whole process, you know, and uh, yeah. I love that, that how it worked out. I have to shout out Octet Productions because yes. they, they're just a huge believer in, in me and my craft and my art. So, And we got to sing. And the fact that I got to yeah. sing and help yes. arrange the, the, the ending song in the movie Joy to the World, it was just all in all. It, it, was, it was a great moment. So if you guys haven't checked it out, it does re-premiere. I have. <laughs> 25th on Christmas at 9 yes. p.m. Eastern time. So, yeah. And you could watch it on demand on BET. Yeah. 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 You have Comcast I actually cable. bought it on Fandango, which you oh. can do for a dollar ninety nine. So there you go. Nice. Oh wow. Supporting today, supporting yeah. the film. That's <laughs> thank well, you. That's I'll, awesome. I'll yeah. tell you why we all gotta support this film. It's a DMV made film. Yes. And all of us here on the panel. Yeah. All of us in the panel are DMV. Yes. Yes. DMV? Yes. You see Maryland, yes. Virginia. Morgan you can't Virginia. see like my gestures because the rest, the rest of, of me us is are cut out. out. Yeah. <laughs> that is so awesome. I didn't yeah. know. Yeah. And I was actually. Hey, girl, like, Look. <laughs> as soon as I got that press release, I was like, we got to have her on. This is a DMV based project. You know, we got to promote the DMV films. And uh, I think that's great um, that you shot uh, mostly in the Washington, D.C. area, right? Yeah, it, it, most it was, locations. No, it was all in DC. It was all yes. in DC. So yeah, and I'm from Baltimore. So yeah, it yeah. Was, oh, so I'm from I'm from Baltimore. Yep. Less when you we're, 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 we're all from we're Baltimore. all from the Baltimore area originally. Yeah, we're all yeah. yeah. You yeah. can't see the rest so. of my gestures because I'm like <laughs> hidden in Greek stairland, but I was <laughs> actually raising the roof. I love it. I love it. <laughs> That so makes me happy because I'm always never, wherever, wherever in the country I go when people are like, oh, you from B-more, it's like, oh, you from The Wire. I'm like, no, no. 
Oh, oh my God. We'll no, I lived in Germany for three years and people couldn't even speak English. And they were like, oh, Baltimore? The Wire? Wire? Yeah. Yeah, I was That's... in Australia and people knew The Wire. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, man. Baltimore must be scary as fuck. Yeah. It's an award-winning shows, but it didn't really showcase a lot of the, the beauty no. that, that Baltimore does have. So. The narrative. Yes, we yes. are recreating the narrative with new art, new artists, just mm -hmm. different stories. So, yeah. And, and thanks to you guys for even giving yeah. artists platform to be able to you know just share what was going on coming here purple lipstick beauty yes <laughs> Don't <forget> to <laughs> are you currently in new york now or did you come back to be more for the holidays no i am in baltimore right now i am home nice. yeah i plan on being here uh until until january 1st and then i, yes. I wow. yeah uh, what area in baltimore oh, snap I am at, at the I well I I grew up in West Baltimore, um, off of Harlem and Bentlow. For anybody I don't know if y'all know, like I didn't know it was the hood when I was younger. I, I <laughs> right. And it was my sister who told me, like Brave. Westside, that was uh, Avon Barksdale territory, right? Yes. That wasn't yeah. Marlo Stanfield was on the east side. Yes. And I had no clue. I was like, what do you <laughs> grew up in love. You would think we had two different narratives mm -hmm. growing up in the same yeah. house. Um, but that's really just my. I've always been an optimist. I mean, even I guess I didn't know it as a younger child, but but anyway. Um, but now, yes, I'm at, I'm at the harbor. I, I just, I mean, I love my city. For me, this is peaceful when I come home. My family's here. You know, you travel, yeah. come back, and I just, you know, get a refill. Can, can I sidetrack and ask what your birth sign is? I'm a Taurus. Oh my God. Taurus. Well, just because she was like, you know, that's not my birth sign. I, I'm just trying to figure things out. Shit. <laughs> No, so brave. So how many um, um, guys hold on, hold on, are hitting you up now that they see you like on these movies and stuff? You said guys? Yeah. Like men, like like yeah. normal men or like weird men? That well, <laughs> <laughs> grew up with you. Up like, a, like from Baltimore, like yeah, your home. Like, like a, the time of day back in the day. And now oh, we're like, oh, hey, yes. girl. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. Because I have seen new types of... Uh, I'm sure you've seen it all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. More so recently um, on the other side. But but no, a, a lot of people. I mean, it's it's been love. It's been support. And it just it feels really good to um, to just, get, you know, like I said, shed a light or, or give uh, another narrative to talent that comes out of our, our city. Yeah, I, know I love guys, that. Maybe like you like back in the day who like, you know wouldn't call you back or text you back and all of a sudden they're like oh hey how you been slot yeah. in your dms i haven't i haven't hey had... you know that happened, <laughs> happened. i <laughs> say no the the narratives now that are in my dms are are just yeah, very yeah. odd they're okay. odd. not from back in the I... day okay where they have I been traveled and modeled slightly for like five minutes I had guys from my elementary school that used to pick on me, and they were like, I thought you were ugly back in the day, and then I saw you in, in this lingerie shoot, and I'm like, oh, cool, you didn't think I was hot until you saw me half yeah. naked. Yeah, what kind of line is that? <laughs> yeah. Delete. Delete. <laughs> I'm going to live through you, Sabrina, because I haven't, I'm not saying it ain't coming, 
But I always comment. I comment. Well, if I let, went to school um, with you, I'd be all up in you. Oh, okay. all right. I just wanted to say I listened and I watched your I, Santa Baby video, yes. and I, I was like, oh, that's Baltimore. Um, and you sound so good, and you looked right. great. And I just was like, this, I was like, she's from Baltimore. Yes, I loved it. You did a wonderful job. You have a great singing voice. Yeah. Thank you. I really appreciate that. It's, I mean, as an artist, it's the only thing you really ask for is that one, you do homage, you do a respectable homage to someone like Eartha Kitt. Yes. Um, yes. The response that I've gotten from the song, it's just, it's, it's been really, it's just been love. And, and I really do appreciate that. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Thank I guess you. we'll uh, yeah, let's talk a little bit more about the music. You you work with a a great producer. I hear the police siren. Is that someone on the call here? Yeah, it looks like you were in a girl band at one point. Oh, it's Well, really quick, though, you're working with a great producer named Ivan, who's worked with uh, Chris Brown, Mary J. Blige. Yeah. Um, how was what was the experience uh, like working with such a great producer like that? I'm gonna tell you, I, Docs is responsible for everything Music Soul Child. Any song that you love from Music Soul Child from Jill Scott, he's responsible for those records. And to have him part of my team, he's just not somebody that I work with, but he's like brave, brave, brave Williams team cheerleader. Go, I got you, I love you. So to have that type of support. Um, it means the world. Him, typewriter, um, that's another great vocalist, um, songwriter out of Philly. Um, Brittany Barber, she's out of L.A. She's in, actually on uh, 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 the Hollywood, loving hip-hop, loving hip-hop. Um, mm -hmm. She's an incredible mm -hmm. vocalist. So she really, uh, they really stepped up and, and came through on this upcoming project that, that I'm setting to release in 2021. Oh, snap. We're talking about a full album? Sorry, yes, a full album, and I have to mention Smurf too, because Smurf was very instrumental in Santa Baby. Him and Docs um, together collabed for Santa Baby, as well as Don't Tell Me No. But yes, the, the new project. <clears throat> so I'm just putting some uh, last-minute touches on a few songs, but yes, 2021. Awesome. I need to release awesome. the new music. Yeah, some of your tracks are great. Uh, I love them. Is there an artist out right now that you'd love to collaborate with? I would love to collab with. There's so many. Kendrick Lamar. I'm, I'm a of huge course. hip. I grew up, oh, yeah. I didn't know I could sing. I was a rapper. I was a spoken word artist. I fell in love with entertainment <laughs> because of Tupac when I heard him keep your yes. head up. And I was like, what is he's this? He's Baltimore. People think he's West yeah. Coast, but he's Baltimore. Oh, right. and I, I, I just, that's when my love of, of, of music started. Um, but Jill Scott, Alicia Keys, I would love to collab with Alicia. I think her energy is amazing. I think yes. there's something really dope in the studio. Yes. While she's playing that piano, you can hear your your, your voices like like just combining harmonizing. Yeah. Harmonizing. So, yes. I'm gonna be like, look, I was on below the belt show and That's I played that night and look, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Here it is. Like, I did that, I did that. I'll be like, I yeah, love I'm it. <laughs> that is amazing, amazing, amazing. Uh, I'd love to go back to um the film, uh, Christmas Lottery. I love the premise. Uh, how you know we talked about the fi uh, family dynamic earlier, but the actor that plays your dad is none other than Reginald uh, Del Johnson. He's a legend. He's been in Die Hard. He's been oh, Family yeah. Matters, Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. What was it like working with such a legend? Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's, he's got a lot of great credits. Yes. It was, uh, it, you know, yes. 
it was surreal. I grew up watching him on TGIF, like every yeah. <laughs> yes. And there was Family Matters, and to oh. see him as that character, then to play as my dad, it was it was very surreal moments. And then to again to to see him go into character, um, just with the mom who was suffering from dementia. There was a few times yes. I had to I had to catch myself, like brave, keep it together. You cannot start. <laughs> nodding and sobbing and crying like this is a movie <laughs> like don't yeah. miss but it was real like their their whole energy he was very fatherly like like very loving very um and COVID kind of put it was weird because COVID put, tried to put a damper on i on just the whole synergy of the movie because obviously right. mm-hmm. like you know not even six feet 12 feet and you're in your own respected areas and you can't um cross contaminate so to speak so for a few days it kept us from being able to really lock in um but then as actors you know after we get tested every two days we realize okay everyone's safe we have to lock in on the synergy once we did it was it was great all right i love it and um well your father um who's gerald played by reginald uh tells the girls that the family won 10 million dollars so it's pretty awesome. A father that is willing to share the wealth, like his winnings with his entire family. Some people are just greedy bastards, but anyways, he calls his daughters because um, a couple of you haven't really visited the family. You know, you've missed a few Christmases and um, wondering what the intentions are. Is it to see the family on Christmas or is it to, you know, get some of that cheddar, you know? (laughs) So, you know, Yeah, so I I love how that you kind of deal with that aspect. Yeah. Um, and then when the lottery ticket goes missing, it's due to the actress that plays your mom yeah. having dementia, and that just adds a another Ooh. dynamic that's like insane. <laughs> so. You're mad at her, but you're mad. At her. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, I, I love that the that, that the film touched on that because. If anyone's ever had an, uh, a family member that's ever suffered from that type of ailment or any ailment yes, yes. that requires patience and empathy, this would be the example where you are, you have to show that type of patience because it's like you, you, you as frustrated and as anxious as you are to want to get to the bottom line, like where's the lottery ticket, you still have to remember, okay, mom is sick. She doesn't remember. She doesn't know. Right. So it's not her fault. It's fault. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it, it definitely was a film of, of, of empathy and, and just making sure that you remember to be patient with those family mm-hmm. members that might be suffering from something. All right. That's a very important um, topic to discuss and bring the light in this film. Another one is uh, the acceptance of gay marriage. So um, you're, uh, right. the actress that plays your sister uh, is in a gay marriage and uh, uh, the family uh, of your sister's wife doesn't is not accepting of that. So that was a, yeah. I feel like that's another topic to, uh, to kind of bring up and it's good that you showcase that too. Yeah. Um, no, absolutely. That again, it's, it's almost like making sure that, that you, you just tell a very real story because there's no one particular blueprint to how a 2020 family looks to how a 20, just, just, just versions of family period. So I I, I thought it was, it was honorable that they included um, just so many different dynamics to touch on Mm -hmm. different 
in a, in a really real way. And it wasn't like shoving it down your throat. It's just, it is what it is. Hey, you love who you are. Hey, my mama got dementia. Hey, we done loved the lottery and can't nobody win the ticket because we can't. <laughs> right. I thought it was very eloquently told. Yes, absolutely. Eloquent. Let's That's such a beautiful word. It's one of my favorites. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Sabrina is smooth. I can say that. Sorry. I, I, she got me with the purple lipstick. It was a wrap. So sorry, guys. <laughs> but also, I have fantastic taste. So. Okay. That's okay. Someone's going to be driving around the Inner Harbor now. Oh, Lord. Doping <laughs> you out. Great, oh, my God. If you see someone in your window, lock your door. Oh, trust me. Trust me. Watching you sleep and taking notes. That wasn't creepy at all. That is Lord, Sabrina. <laughs> how did... Neither are the jars of fingers under my bed. I'm kidding. Oh, Lord. I'm... Oh, Lordy, Lordy, Lordy. Yeah. Well, well, anyway, about this everybody got just... quiet really quickly. Like, <laughs> I had jars of ears under my bed. Guys, <laughs> you've been to my house. You've been to my room. All right. Um, so Brave, I'll, I'll keep, keep it. Out. I'll keep it moving. Yes, Al. Thank you. Thank you. Brave, what do you think about the sumo family bonding and the big sumo suits? That, that looked like such hysterical. a fun, a like fun so scene fun. to shoot. Mm -hmm. It was so much fun. I didn't really. I was. I was sore literally for an entire yeah. week after that, and I couldn't figure it out why. I was like, why am I waking mm -hmm. up sore neck, sore shoulders? And then I remembered, oh yeah, we had these forty-pound suits on. Literally, when we fell, we could not get up. Like we needed assistance, and then to shoot it over and over again, it was it was a lot of fun. It really was. That that's really really. It looks like fun, and you also touched on veganism. So there's always like a family member mm -hmm. that doesn't eat certain that food, and, I, and yeah. I, you know it was kind of funny to see that aspect uh, um, brought up on the movie. Is that yeah. is that not though? Like how often do I mean? Oh yeah. Know, my own family, there's like one person where it's one. like. It's always no, one. Nothing on here fits is suitable for your taste palette. Like, right. okay, we did grow up in West Baltimore, but whatever. Right. <laughs> but you so, personally, brave. Your 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 cuisine is everything. Sounds like eat. my sister to a T. Yeah. I, I mean, my I I can find anything on any menu to eat. Um, Same. That's just real. You could take me anywhere, and I'll be able to make it work. But I do try. Yeah as much as possible to eat healthy and to there you go you're gonna have a crab These cake while you're very though, right? weird things my stepdad was chinese not to stereotype or anything but they're really serious about ingesting weird things so yeah. but i mean at christmas like <laughs> i i i totally get it because growing up in baltimore you know my grandmother it was chicken ham mac and cheese greens like all the good stuff and then Soul as you food. get older and you're trying, yes, the, and as you're trying to, you know, keep keep it right, keep it tight, can't be eating that 24-7, yeah. but when it's Christmas, <laughs> you better believe I'm going to eat it. But the rest Best of the time, yeah, have no, you, you, you have to for Thanksgiving and for <laughs> Christmas. But I can't turn it put down. Put it on your winter coat. Brave, are you going to have a winter coat? Brave, are you going to have a crab cake while you're in Baltimore? You gotta have a crab. I've had like three already. Right. <laughs> I've had three from three different places. So yeah. What's your What's your favorite? Do you have a favorite crab cake um restaurant? 
I do. There's a, a place called Jimmy Seafood. Yes. yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Love Jimmy. Yeah. Small mini ones. Those small little, yes. I come like an order of like five. And I ordered so two good. orders of the small mini ones. And I'm just like, okay, yeah, I'm good. I are, love you, are you yeah, regularly first... based in New York or L.A.? Um, I split the difference, honestly, between L.A. and Atlanta. Oh, and then, gotcha. Yeah. And then when I need a break, I'm I'm here. <laughs> Okay, and you're also sometimes in Philly, right? That is true, because I'm ninety percent of the album in Philly. I do spend okay. a lot of time in Philly. Yeah, my entire okay. team, my musical team, is in Philly, with the exception of Brittany, who's in LA. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Well, um, do you have any big musical projects coming up? Like putting cutting an she's album? Got an or album. She's got an album coming she out. She said 2021. Yeah. Oh, oh what's your list in general? <laughs> Where you at? What do you think? Uh, about- yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's drinking. He's drinking. I've been drinking. I'm we're, sorry. We're all drinking. I don't We've know. We've all been drinking. Josh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you had a question for look, Brave? She's totally yeah, Brave. So, like, when the. Um, hold on, Sabrina. Yay. <laughs> Hang on there, girl. Sabrina, relax. Yeah. This is our drinking show, um, yes. Brave, just in case you're wondering. Yeah. Normally, we're yeah. a little bit more. That's okay, so what I what I meant to ask is, can you tell us more about your album coming out in 2021? <laughs> yeah, so um, Don't Tell Me No is a single that's out right now. It okay. will be on the album. As well as, I don't know if you guys Love checked it. out, I released a song called Options. I want you to look at the video for that tonight. Look at that one. Okay. It's called I write that down. Options. Okay. Yes. Really simple, but I'm also um, acting in that, playing three different characters. I lo- That was probably Ooh. the longest filming video I've ever shot in my life, but I loved it um, and the message behind it. But that song, Options, as well as Don't Tell Me No, will be on the, the upcoming album. And um, honestly, this album for me is like a diary. I'm, I'm, I'm a little nervous because mm-hmm. this is probably the most vulnerable I've ever gotten in terms of transparency. When it comes to just like, can I curse? I don't yeah, know. You yeah, yeah, you can, you can curse. Yes, you can Go fucking ahead. curse Say as much all. as you fucking want. <laughs> <laughs> we are below the belt. Okay, okay. But yeah, this album is like just putting my shit out there and, and yeah. really hoping to help inspire women, help inspire men when it comes to navigating through relationships. It's relationship driven. There's something on there for everybody. So I'm, I'm really excited about it. Oh, I love that. So I'm, I'm guessing you asked, am I allowed to have a I'm checking question. on options right now, Brave. It's, Are you? Thank yes, you. Yes, I'm checking it out right now. It's awesome. Wow, I love the look. I appreciate that. There's several uh-huh. looks on there. Um, okay. So I'm, uh-huh. I guess I'm right to assume that you wrote a lot of the songs on your album. Yes, I I have, it's myself. Um, I just have my, my two go-tos, typewriter. If I have a concept, I'll just write out all the lyrics. And then if I, I don't feel like my melody choices are strong enough, I hit up Britney and be like, Britney, here's the lyrics, here's the track. Okay. Okay. So each, each time- It's a collab, I like it. Yeah, it's really different how, how we collaborate. All right, and of That's course- a, uh, uh, And you get a lot of that inspiration you get a lot of the inspiration from your real life. Real life conversations. I'm. I, I mentioned I have. Uh, when you write them, I have. Yeah. No, I mentioned I have two sisters, an older and a, and a yeah. younger sister. Um, there's 13 children from my father's side, so there's 16 of us total. Oh, so wow. All kind of range, and I've gotten just 
just the the type of I guess um, exposure when it comes to conversations from from them from my best friends. It's a multitude of of inspiration that that I pull from. A lot of it is from experience though. Options when y'all check out options, just know options is from experience. I'm, yes. I'm watching it. Let's I'm check watching it. it. Out. Check you got it the out. pink lipstick. Your hair is like you got a really cool look in this video. She's looking I, I extra spicy. Look at how it. Is. Oh. I'll check it out. <laughs> Hot AF. <laughs> no, uh, but uh, well, of course, you got to check out the Christmas lottery on BET that re airs on Christmas and, of course, on demand. And, of course, if Brave, uh, throw out your social media uh, as well. Yes, please follow follow my journey at Be More Brave. I represent Baltimore. It's oh, Be I love that. Yeah, M O R E B R A V E. I also have another movie that just premiered. Um, it came oh. out on UMC, which is also WeTV Plus, called The Available Wife. If you guys, it's so it's so weird. They both released in December. The Christmas Lottery released on BET. This one is on UMC. Christmas Lottery is very family oriented. Uh, available wife is very uh, scandalous. <laughs> so, like, okay. like okay. <laughs> Yeah, so I see this right here on your IMDb. Okay. Definitely check that out as well. Um, and if you want to Netflix and chill, I have my first leading film that's called Love.com. That, uh, that's also out on Netflix. Lisa Ray plays my mother. Um, Raheem Devon is in it. Um, the, 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 the cast is, is, is really dope, but it's like a it's a it's a it's a it's a movie with a message essentially. Um, love.com and the music, the music, Santa Baby. Oh is wow! Every yes, I love it. We're gonna we're gonna close um, the interview with your song Santa Baby, but real quick, we interviewed KJ Smith. We love KJ Smith uh, oh, here no. on Below the Belt Shot. She saw that she co-starred with uh, you in The Available Wife, so that yeah. thought that was really cool. Yeah. She's super dope. She's super oh, dope. she is awesome. She's awesome. All right, well, Brave, thank you so much for being brave on here on Below the yeah, Belt Show. Thank you so <laughs> much you. for joining us. Thank you. And before we love you, you and your purple lipstick. And be- yeah. yeah, before we let you, you go, we want a tagline, obviously. We like a promo. Yeah. Let us know who you are. Throw out a, a plug for Christmas Lottery. And a, or you can sing it. We wouldn't complain. Well, well, before you do that, say you're on Below the Belt show, and then you could throw out maybe, if you want, an acapella or whatever, if you're feeling inspired, that is. Or Merry Christmas or anything like that. <laughs> or Santa this, Baby. Or Santa Baby. Does this um air after Christmas? or? You, this... um, well, we're going to try to post it uh, on Christmas, so maybe just Merry Christmas. And okay. then uh, throw out the Santa Baby. I think that would be cool. Yeah, I'm sure you would after last <laughs> <laughs> so I just right now. Whenever you're ready, yeah. Hey everyone, I am Brave Williams, and you are locked into Below the Belt Show. Make sure that you check out my newest single, Santa Baby, as well as my new movie on BET called The Christmas Lottery, premiering December 25th at 9 p.m. Standard Eastern. Rock on! Awesome. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Let's Killed do the um Let's do a snapshot a on the count of three, okay? All right, ready, ready? Right. One. And one, two, three. Wait, one more. One more. Yay! One, two, three. Make sure you All right, talk. Great. Great. So any, um, any Baltimore bars you want to hit as soon as this whole COVID thing is finally over? Do you know one of my favorites here is a place um, called Umi... Wait, is it Umisaki? Not Umisaki. Zoom, Zoomy. 
Azumi. Azumi. Yes. Azumi. Yes. There. Normally, I don't eat steak, but there. Um, I don't know if I'm saying it correctly. The wagyu. The wagyu. Wagyu. Yes. Wagyu beef. Yes. Absolutely amazing. Like that is when I will eat it, and I'm looking forward to being able to sit there again. Getting back to normal, right? No. It'll be here soon. It'll be here soon. Soon. Well. Thank you so much, Bray. We wish you all the luck with future projects. We love Christmas Lottery, mm-hmm. and, and uh, we appreciate you being here on Below the Belt. Thank you so much. Thank for- you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Merry Christmas. You've been, you've been an absolute Merry delight. Christmas. Oh, thank yeah, you, Michael. You know, you wasn't paying attention, Michael. Yeah, I... I, I <laughs> well, that's why, that's, why, that's why I have to I have to get in your good graces. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just with you, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Love you guys. Thank you so okay, much. Thank you so much, Brady. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you Bye. so much. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. So that was Brave Williams, guys. So we're going to... She was brave and she was great. <laughs> we're going to um, take a break, but we'll do the classic uh, Christmas cut a little later. We're going to play another Christmas song, but we're going to play Santa Baby by Brave Williams. I got... Uh, the track so we're going to play it right here on below the belt show and then we'll be right back here on below the belt so stay tuned this is brave williams santa baby santa baby just slip a sable under the tree for me been an awful good girl, Santa baby So hurry down the chimney tonight Hey, Santa baby A 54 convertible to light blue I'll wait up for you, dear Santa baby So hurry down the chimney tonight Of all the fun I've missed Think of all the fellas that I had to kiss Next year I could be just as good If you check off my Christmas list Oh, oh Santa baby, I want a yacht And really that's not a Believe it. 
Yeah, that's right. That was Brave Williams with her rendition of Santa Baby. Make sure you check out Christmas Lottery. I should also mention that the Cal Drogo of the DMV, Lion Beckwith, also has a cameo role in um, I did see that, yeah. Christmas Lottery as well. Okay, so you got to a scene. Mm-hmm. Cool. What is he and, playing that? Uh, he plays a security guard. Yeah. So... Uh, we actually have someone else that's going to be joining us. She was actually a part of our Christmas show. Um, I think she's been a part of two Christmas shows, right? We got the lovely model and actress extraordinaire, Sarah Snuffleupagus. Batman! Hi. Nice little Hi, surprise. Hi, Boomer! Oh, boy. Hi! <laughs> <laughs> Booba Dooper! I miss you. I miss you too. We have to hang out now that I'm COVID free. Yes. I want to give it another week. Um, yeah. Sarah, I love I your hat. I was supposed to be done on the whatever that is. So cute. Thank you. I thank love you. That. Sarah, love it. it's good to have you uh, back on Below the Belt Show for the Christmas show. You've been a part of a, a couple Christmas shows, haven't you? Yes. And we, we we can't do the in person this year. Um, we're having a little BTB. Never be a little BTB social, which of course um, everyone's welcome to. But um, as far as the show, yes, we are. We we're not in the studio. We're not exchanging gifts and drinking um, spiked eggnog together and eating drinking. delicious cupcakes. We're individually. But we're drinking yeah, individually. Yeah, together. Amen <laughs> <Yes. laughs> to that. Individually together. Sarah, how you been? It's been a minute since we've had you on for Alexa Mansoor. Good, Alexa good. Mansour. How about you? How have you been? It's been it's been interesting, you know. It's been an interesting couple of uh, months, but uh, you know, um, BTV. Uh, this is our final show of 2020, and it's our uh, last mm-hmm. Christmas show of the year. We we'll take a little bit of a hiatus, um, but yeah, no, it's um, it's just good to have everybody on the virtual. Uh, uh, at least on a virtual level, you know, everybody's yeah. here. So well, that's agree. good. I mean, can, can I just ask the panel really quickly of BTV? Yes. Please tell me you have seen the match.com commercial. Yes. She's only sent that devil. to me three times. Okay. No! Yeah, good. Wait, I what? need you to watch it. It's a match.com commercial and it's the devil that matches with 20, the year 2020. Oh, yes, yes. And yes, it's yes. amazing <laughs> and it's just the best commercial ever and I literally sent it to like, like I don't know, maybe like 30 people and I posted it on my Facebook like three times because I was like, everyone needs to watch this because it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, I just realized why Morgan Fab watch it. I just realized that Morgan Fab, you were what? cut off. Try to lean a little bit more towards the center. There you go. So next time we do a snapshot, you might be in. It. I think it's your lead. 
had a little gangster, had a gangster lean going on. That's why. That's why you weren't in the snapshot. But, but anyway, for you guys who have missed the that commercial, because like I'm not letting this go. You need Sachi, to see it I for wasn't your ready. lives. Yeah, you should have um, said something. <laughs> you need to see this for your life. Right, it's you on my Facebook. Again? All right, all right. <laughs> let's try I mean, one more time. Right. right now, like why didn't anyone? <laughs> I'm Sabrina, like shut up. I'm taking a photo. Right. One, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> right, are we doing it? Two, One, two, three. three. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my God. Going on and on and about the Match.com commercial, and nobody's telling me that we're taking a group photo. You weren't listening. <laughs> we're listening. Because I was talking. One who listens more hears more uh, shit, guys. <laughs> uh, yes. I so I hope everybody has a cocktail, had, had a nice uh, little bathroom break. Uh, my former instructor used to call it a bio break. I thought it was really interesting. Anyways, um, let's uh, should we continue on with the Hollywood stuff? We just like touched on Mandalorian thus far, so we haven't really... Uh, delve too deep in, on anything else, but I'm glad we got all of that prior to um, Brave Williams' interview on BTB, which is awesome. Um, so yeah, we were mentioning that Jeremy Bullock, the original Boba Fett, had passed away, so rest in peace. An iconic actor, and it's crazy because we just lost David Prowse, the original Darth Vader, mm-hmm. just, I think, last month, yeah. right? Yeah. So that, if you think about it, there's not that many... Yeah. Not, you know, there's... there's not many of the original Star Wars actors left. Anthony I mean, Daniels Har- must be pretty nervous. We got Anthony Daniels, yes, Mark one. Hamill, and and uh, and uh, Harrison. Harrison. Yes, Harrison Ford. But uh, I mean Chewbacca. I mean you know um, the actor played Chewbacca. Peter Mayhew, Kenny Baker played R two D two, Carrie Fisher played Princess Leia. Man, it's just yeah. I mean, it's sad. It's a little sad to see that happen, but um, but yeah, let's just go on with the rest because there's a lot of stuff going in the world of entertainment. I mean, it's literally the same um, top movies at the box office. I mean, although um, there is a new number one, it's Monster Hunter. Chacha, I think you saw that Ooh. film, right? Yes. Debuted at number one, um, and it's interesting. Number one is only two point two million. When that used to be like, right? <laughs> yeah, the week, <laughs> 50 the week million. before, week before Christmas, it was try more yeah. than a hundred some million. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, how, so Chachi, was, you making, you're making Hunter. it a point to see like pretty much a movie a week, aren't you? In the well, theater. I have the, the A-list um, program for AMC. Ooh, you're it's A-list. Like, aren't you yeah, it's like twenty, like twenty bucks a month, and like you can see up to three movies a week. That's awesome. So like I'll, I'll go whenever. Not bad. Oh, okay. But there hasn't been much out at all. It's been seeing like a lot of movies that aren't that great that I wouldn't have seen otherwise mm-hmm. because of you know the big blockbusters got bumped you know because of right. <laughs> so yeah. was Monster Hunter any good? That's yes. Mil- was that Mia Jovovich? Mia Jovovich. Yeah, yeah. I love Mia Jovovich. Oh yeah, she's still smoking hot. Is she smoking badass? So what would you have to say about? What would you have to say about the film? It's enjoyable. I mean, I the bar is much lower than it, it had been in past years. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I enjoyed it. Okay. It's not anything I'd, I'd have to see again or, like, you know, buy or whatever. But Well, I, 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 remember, I remember reading that, because it's based on, like, some kind of video game, isn't it? That's right. 
It is based sure. on a video game. Cat and apparently, Tom. apparently the uh, the uh, the poster, the poster that they, the promotional poster for it, made some kind of like super egregious error from the video game, where like they misnamed a character and like complete. I don't know. I don't oh, really. really? I don't really know the game at all, so you I made don't... you made an egregious <laughs> error a little earlier during the yeah interview. I did egregious <laughs> <laughs> you're egregious Mr. Grinch Mr. Grinch Mr. Grinch. <laughs> Mr. General I know Mr. General uh, number two movie is uh, Crudes uh, the third place is the steamy thriller Fatal <laughs> fourth place is Elf we talked about last week an old movie from 2003. I saw Fatal top... also. Yeah. Oh, you saw Fatal yeah. as well? Yeah. Okay, cool. Is that any good? I'd never... That it's looked okay. like... Just from the trailers, it looked like something... That kind of like erotic thriller that they would play it like it in the late Similar to Fatal 90s. Attraction. Okay. Yeah. Hillary Swank and Michael Ely. Very nice. So those are top movies. Of course, Wonder Woman 1984 is coming out on Christmas Day. Expect that to be the top movie. Although yeah, it is on think. HBO Max. So. Josh, are you, you going to see that in the theaters or on HBO Max? I want to see it in the theater. Yeah, I'll do both. I'll see it in the theaters. But the only, I was going to say, the only thing that was unbelievable about Fatal was that he had this smoking hot um, sister that he was married to. And he ended up um, chasing after Hilary Swank. So that was the only <laughs> unbelievable oh. part of the movie. Jeez. Because his wife, there was, was, <laughs> his wife there was smoking hot in the movie. <laughs> His he wife was, was his sister? Wait, no, what? A sister. No, a, a sister. A sister. You know. Oh, okay. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> that would be, that would be incest. Yeah. Be incest. I mean, it happened on Game of Thrones, so I was yeah. just... That's a good point. That's <laughs> a very good point. Double checking, you know. <laughs> and in some videos. All right, General, you know about probably this graphic novel called yes. Electric State. By Simon Slonhog. Oh, yeah, that came out in 1990. <laughs> <laughs> Let General say it. Let General say it. Actually, actually, uh, Electric State. I'm I, I might be kind of stumped. I don't okay. I don't know what that is. Well, uh, the the Rooster Brothers are uh, directing it and producing it, and Stranger Things. Millie Bobby Brown, Eleven, will be uh, starring in this Universal Pictures film. It's set in an alternative future. Maybe this will you know, ring a bell. Centers on a teenage girl, played by Millie, who realizes that a strange but sweet robot uh, has been sent to her by her missing brother. She and the robot set out to find the brother in an imaginative world of humans mixing with robots and covering a grand conspiracy in the process. Mm. So, huh. Yeah, huh. so humans and robots um, helping each other. So. Nice. I mean, that's Star Wars, though, isn't it? Really? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, up, also upcoming... Terminator, but, you know. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, there's a... Movie. Yeah, I know, right? Um, let's see, we also have Sing 2. This is a sequel to Sing. Bono, Patricia Wright, um, who's uh, Shuri in Black Panther. Did you Pro- say... Bono? Bono's Bono is going to lend his uh, voice. Is is that? Well, this is lending his pipe, so I'm guessing that he'll be singing. Oh, like he's is he actually going to do like acting in that movie? Is, is well, it's a cartoon. It, it is an anime yeah. film. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think I think it will. You know, um, Letitia Wright, um, Shuri. I, I had no idea she could sing, but I guess they're bringing in actors that can sing to kind of do double duty. 
they'll sing, they'll also provide their voice. With the edge there too? Not the edge, no. Oh, okay. I don't think so. He's he's known for guitars. He's not really much of a singer. He might um, play guitar in there. He might. You never yeah. know. <laughs> he actually the edge actually sang like a really great song. He's not a great singer, but uh, no. this song "Numb" that's a really great that song. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, very yeah. underrated U2 song. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a bad song. All right, so General, you hopefully know about be this. A classic cut, I think. This is one of my favorite comic book artists. Um, is um, and he, sadly he died due to cancer. His name's Michael Turner. He's best oh, known yeah. for Witchblade and Fathom. Uh, Soulfire, Fathom. So. Anyways, so his um, all of his um, his uh, comic book works are supposedly going to be produced as animated films. Um, so David Maisel, um, who used to work for the Marvel Cinematic Universe, actually um, actually took a stake in Aspen Comics. That's the company that you know um, produces um, Michael. Turner's comic books. So, um, so apparently they're going to be producing uh, animated films. These were some of my favorite, uh, as far as artwork. I mean, he was just untouchable with some of his artwork. I mean, just phenomenal. I mean, he's known for drawing sexy women too. I mean, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> that must be said. Wait, was that the artist that you always want to um, buy? When we no, that's my, that's my, that's, that's my. That's J. Scott artwork. Campbell. Okay, Campbell. he's yeah, really good. That guy. He's amazing. Yes, he's amazing. And then he got something about his work that I like. I, I wanna... Hey, he's just good. He's just Man. good. Google Google J. Scott Campbell. If you've never heard of him, let me know what you think of his artwork. I mean, he's just known <laughs> for drawing beautiful uh, women in comic book characters. You know, I mean, he's got get... I mean, he does men too, but you know, yeah, I mean, well, yeah. this his niche is his women. I mean, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's what he does. Uh, let's see. So David Gordon Green, he's the Halloween filmmaker. He's in talks to direct a sequel to The Exorcist. So this will be an exorcist from the original film back in 1973. So I think they're taking um a page from Doctor like Doctor Sleep, you know, because that was the or Halloween. Or or even Halloween, yeah, but Halloween had sequels already, like over the years. What's well, so the Exorcist? Oh, it did it really? Yeah, yeah it, it did. This is going to be right. like more like a, I think a sequel to the original. Okay. I think. Yeah, so they're they're yeah. going they're so going like more Halloween. for like a Halloween thing. Ah, yeah. okay, good. So that should be pretty cool. I'm heck all about yeah. that. Yeah, heck yeah. Um, let's see. How are they um, make it a sequel? How are they gonna make it a sequel? I'm sorry, but the priest died in the end, and the other chick, she got out scot free. How are they gonna make it a sequel? It makes absolutely no sense. Why don't they just make a whole new Exorcist movie and not relate it to that? Sorry, <laughs> go ahead. No, I think Continue. it's good. I think it's good to pay homage to the original. Yeah. And bring in some of the characters, tie them in. I mean, Doctor Sleep was a phenomenal film. I love. Linda it. Blair is still alive, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, she's. Like, what do you mean, of course? Everybody else is dead. Well, I mean, but you know, she's like sixty-one. Okay, so she's still yeah, young. Yeah, she's still alive. I guess yeah. I'm still stuck on that. Let's try new original ideas. I know. But I know. you know, yeah. We can reboot nice. the same movies eighteen times if we want. That's fine. Yes. <laughs> so I don't know why they 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 think making pandemic movies about the pandemic is is no is worth doing don't. in an actual pandemic. So no. this one's called The Survivalist. It was it stars Jonathan Rhys Myers and John Malkovich. 
Um, basically, a former FBI agent played by Reese Myers is forced to protect a young woman who is immune to the disease. Okay. So, um, so when you say a movie about the pandemic, this is just a movie about some kind of like apocalyptic, like general apocalyptic yeah. pandemic. Yeah. Oh, yes. okay. So it's but, not like but, specifically about one, COVID-19. But one woman is immune and um, a gang is trying to hunt her down, led by a psychopath. Oh, okay, okay. Um, that was like, I was very confused world, for a so. second. Um, but, you know, um, something, I mean, a virus outbreak film, I, I think right now is in bad taste. I'm not going to lie. I watched Contagion for the first time right when COVID broke out. And I'm not I, like, doing it. I couldn't sleep for like two days. I was like, yeah. oh, God. This pandemic is not <laughs> over. Right? Well, they just, they yeah, just, Serena, uh, you'd be like, you'd be, um, with your luck, you'd be like, um, <laughs> Likely to catch something from that movie. Okay, yeah. but also, I, well, was lucky. A, I didn't okay. get the zombie virus until like months into it. I know, I was shocked. I was That's pretty fair. Good. Me too. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I jinxed myself on the show. Right. Because I, I remember <laughs> one of my. Jinxed myself on the show. Hold There's on. No actual wood for me to knock on. Yeah. General, you're saying? What? I, was, I was saying, like, one of the uh, one of the first bits of pandemic, like, pop culture that I remember, like, I really, really delved into was uh, when I read The Stand in high school. Mm. Yes. And um, <clears throat> then they they just released, like, like a couple weeks ago, a new version of The Stand on CBS All Access. Was it good? Did you see it? No, I I don't have CBS All Access. Oh so no, I haven't <laughs> okay. seen it. But yeah, I mean, not, again, as long as it pays homage and respect to the original, I am all for it. Yeah, guys. but you think you think about it like you know, I didn't even think about it when I read that, but it was like, wow, like they they just released this thing that's about this you know mutated flu virus that killed ninety nine percent of the popula- population, and uh. Yeah, I mean, doing that during while we're trapped in a pandemic. Yeah, I I could kind of kind of see what you're where you're going with that. Yeah, like, and, and it's I, terrifying. Yeah. Well, you know, more cheerful movie news. Um, there's a movie called It's My Life. Um, it's a is it about drama. the Bon Jovi song? No, about the That's Beatles. What actually, I was just thinking. <laughs> really, nice. it's actually about it's actually about the Beatles. General. That's a great Bon Jovi song, though. Yeah, it's a great song. Well, we, we well, played that. Is it, isn't it in my life? If it's about the Beatles, if it's they're doing the Beatles song. Yes, and you're correct. You I I misread. It is in my life. Yes. Yeah, okay. then corrected. Say, uh, you can't get one past general. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's a comedy drama inspired by music of the Beatles. It follows Evan, a 16-year-old John Lennon wannabe, who is thrilled when the Beatles move. In next door to his Beverly Hills home. So it'll be like um, kind of like a fictional biopic of sorts because the Beatles exist in this world and they move next door before they play the Hollywood Bowl in 1965. So um, Wyatt Olaf, Kevin Pollock, and Janine Garofalo are starring in it. And they're also I doing... I haven't seen Janine Garofalo in anything for a, a long minute. time. It's been a yeah. minute since we've seen uh, Janine, yeah. And interestingly enough, there's a the Beatles get back um, documentary um, directed by Peter Jackson of Lord of the Rings fame. Yeah. That's supposed to be, I, I read yeah. about that. That was, that's supposed to be really, really well done. Yep. He teased um, some 56 hours of unseen footage um, recently. So, 
And he's about halfway through the edit right now. So look for that in 2021. I mean, it, it seems like it seems like they come out with a big, like high profile Beatles documentary, like once every five years or so. <laughs> but it, it's like, I mean, they're fun to watch. Well, I thought the yeah. movie that came out last year um, called Yesterday. I thought that was great. Did you yes, like that? They, yeah, I thought it was great. It was great. I, I don't I know. Would, I was what, I was I excited to see that, but I was a little disappointed by it. I would have liked it. I would have liked it better if they would have like more fleshed out this Beatles free world that which they didn't do as much. And that was a little frustrating to me. But how much would it, how much would it change in the world besides not having um well they didn't have Coke? Is that what it was? Well well Oasis. like the whole thing was like, yeah, Oasis didn't exist. Cigarettes? But yeah. but yeah. why would Coldplay exist? Yeah. If the Beatles didn't exist. That was like but you never was, know. Yeah. You screw up the whole like space-time continuum like yeah uh so we mentioned uh wonder woman 1984 that is expected to be the number one movie but it is on hbo max and if you're wondering what time if you're wondering what time you get to see it um it's at 9 a.m pacific 12 noon eastern so at 12 noon on christmas day you can wake up and watch wonder woman 1984 in the comfort of your own home if you're an hbo uh, subscriber. That's HBO so Max. early. <laughs> I know. Dude. I was like, yeah. Do it on, do it on Christmas yeah. Day? Uh, you know. Aren't you excited to wake up in the morning and open your presents? Anyway? Yeah. So. All the people well, to watch Wonder Woman? Our family yeah. we couldn't see because of COVID. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I hear you on that. But, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was up to unwrap her on Christmas morning. I mean, not going to lie. Right. I mean, Gal was downstairs in my home. Like I would totally unwrap her. Yes. Yeah, so like, wow. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. That'd be Christmas morning. That would be. That's all. I, I don't ask for much. That's all I want for Christmas. That's all you want. It's all like <laughs> yeah. Wonder Woman. So it's only going to be on HBO Max for a month, 31 days. You can stream it until January 24, 2021. So very yeah. limited streaming. So you can't like get it later and watch it. You gotta. They wow. just want to. They're just encouraging subscribers and i think i know how how this is working if they release a new blockbuster movie after each three-month trial period or whatever people are going to keep renewing their subscription to hbo max for every blockbuster because and they're what they're going to want to do it on the day of so they can see the big movies so mm-hmm. and it'll be interesting to see how that happens you know um but hbo max mm. just released a trailer of all their upcoming uh, shows um, they have the Nevers, created by Joss Whedon, um, who, you know, he had some controversy, Sabrina, so he had to leave the series set Why? in the Victorian um, England. controversy? Sabrina, you know about this. He was supposedly, um, it's been in the news forever, he supposedly was verbally abusive to Ray Fisher uh, on Justice League. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was uh, verbally abusive to a few other actors that I think, I don't think revealed themselves or came forward. Um, but Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot didn't have any, didn't have nice words to say about okay. him either. And um, and the fact that Aquaman himself, Jason Momoa, actually sided with Ray Fisher. So yeah, his, his uh, yeah, Joss Whedon's, oh. Joss, Joss Whedon's reputation has really taken a hit over the past few years yes. since since Justice League came out. I'm sorry to say, Sabrina, I know that he's he's your god. He created Buffy the Vampire Slayer. But his sci-fi drama The Never is still going to go on. It's just he won't be the showrunner anymore. I guess they're, they're having okay, someone take over. fine with me. <laughs> Stop. Yep. 
So um, look out for mm-hmm. yours truly in HBO's Mayor of Easttown. Got to work with nice. uh, Guy Pierce and Kate Winslet <clears throat> um, nice. in Philadelphia. Um, oh, that's going to be a, a limited series uh, about a small town in Pennsylvania. Uh, a detective who inv- investigates a local murder as her life crumbles around her. So um, ch- check out that. HBO Max is going to bring you a Tiger Woods documentary. Um, also, the return of Euphoria, which I know Sabrina loves. Um, watch, I told you to watch that show because that's you. Yes, you did, that, and I that really is you. enjoyed that shows it. You. That shows you. <laughs> All you. Drug use, partying, bisexuality, God. transsexual. Sorry. I'm a rock star. Damn. <laughs> Sabrina calls all that stuff um, Friday night. Yes, Sabrina calls it Friday night, essentially, yes. All right, call it being free to be the birds that we all are. Okay. Into our, our world of destruction mm. and construction. <laughs> that made no sense, but okay. <laughs> Okay, just go with it. Close your eyes and go She's with it. She's on a whole other plane, just, Al. Just, just are, be. Are. Close your eyes just, and go with just it. Be. The what Game is, of Thrones. And of course, so Morgan, you know about the Game of Thrones prequel series, House of the Dragon. Yes. That was also teased in the trailer. Unleash the Dragon. Gosh, Your Grace. You're the original Your Grace. So, um, And of course, uh, the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League. That's going to be exciting. And Suicide Squad spinoff series Peacemaker. So pretty exciting. They just added some new cast members. I know the general probably knows all about the Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah. I think he knew like virtually every super villain that was a part of this. Definitely. Yeah. But Lachlan Monroe from Riverdale has joined the cast. Annie Chang from Shades of Blue. Um, Chuk Woody Iwuji. When They See Us has joined the cast. So um, this should be a fun, you know, really fun. Are they, uh, are they all, are, are these new cast members playing like superhero well, villain this, characters or are this, they just playing? Well, this is going to be um, for Peacemaker. Just the, oh, just oh for Peacemaker, my yes, bad. Yes, the, okay. the um, spinoff with John Cena yeah. of, of the Suicide Squad movie. Mm-hmm. Um, few details are available about the exact roles. Yeah, there really aren't that many solo peacemaker story stories in comics. Yeah, so so of, like they gotta be really it, creative, you think? Or yeah, the, like pretty much all the stuff that's gonna be in that show is probably gonna be original. And so, um, so it never got a long series run as a comic book. No, I can't. Like there was some like. Chachi knows. knows. He knows the history of the Peacemaker. That well, I never actually read shit. it. I never actually read it. Yes, but did. You read every issue. Don't lie to me, General. <laughs> well, I know, I know the character was played pretty straight, like in serious, like in the in the comics I read with him in it. And I know that the the John Cena version is supposed to be more comedic. So more comedic, right? Yeah, they're point. obviously going to go in a different direction. They, they called him the douchey Captain America. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> General, it's hard for you to watch these movies since you've read so many different comics. And I mean, for people always like the book's always better than the movie. Is that how it is with the comics compared to the movie? No, actually, no. I I, I totally don't mind when they like. I know a lot of nerds hate it when like movies and stuff diverge from the comic book stories, but 
you know, if I just wanted to see the same story again, I would just read the comics. I want to see like something new, like a new vision for these characters. So yeah. it doesn't bother me at all when they change uh, things. I dig that. I dig that. Uh, if you're a fan of The Flight Attendant, it was renewed for a second season that's starring Kaylee Cuoco. That's my homegirl. We got to party at the SAG Awards a couple years ago. She's. I know, I know, I know. She's Flesh a lot of fun. Stand her, but I love I like Kaylee her. Cuoco. I, I love like her. She's awesome, and I so think does she's she, hot as hell too. <laughs> does she? Does she play the flight attendant? Yeah, she she plays the. Her character is a flight because attendant. because it's been years and years since I've seen anybody who's a flight attendant look anything like her on any flight. <laughs> that's, that's, that's completely fair. You know I what? Know, what she, the last hot ones I see get their swag on. What's that? They do. They get their swag gun, yeah. but you just have to get on the like more expensive flight. Yeah, yeah. I gotta, go. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta <laughs> beg to differ. I gotta beg to differ. I was in an I was in an airport in Dallas, and I had um. Who were you uh, <laughs> it was for a work trip. I'm teasing, I'm teasing. And like I was sitting at the I was sitting at the bar at some restaurant. I ate dinner there and I was sitting next to a flight attendant and I had a lovely conversation with oh, her. Oh nice, and, lovely. Yeah, and she was and she actually told me like she uh she went to medical school and she dropped out of med school because she didn't want to be a doctor and she decided she wanted to be a flight attendant. See the and, world. Yeah, and I mean, she could have been bullshitting me. I don't know, but she. Yeah. I mean, she, do you care? It was it was fun talking to her, and she totally fit the uh, fit the description of what you'd yes. expect a flight attendant to be. She was her. hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw. I was on a flight in Australia, like one of the oh, Australia, of course. I mean, one geez. of the internal flights going from one part of Australia to the other. And they're, sure. it's called Tiger Air, and like all the flight attendants were smoking hot. Like they're like, yeah. Oh, it's the same oh, thing. God, it was the same thing when I was in when I was in Greece, and we had to take a we had to take a flight from Athens to Mykonos, and I thought I was like, you know, it was like shocking how beautiful how beautiful Greek menial workers were. Yeah. Like oh, like yeah. the uh, I think like they the, focus on a different aspect than uh, job qualifications in Greece. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh. Yeah. Remember, what are extra spicy? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, Maybe like, I need to like, move. Yeah. Like, I mean, all the guys were like so fucking chiseled, and all of the uh, all of the. Did you love that? Look, look like, like, I know, General. You're loving that. <laughs> Where am I going? Yeah. Hello, anyone? Please help. Newly single. But the general just did general just gush over a chiseled guy on No, no, no. no. I'm trying I'm trying to where, make where it a guy. I, what I'm trying to do is set saying. up I got what you were saying. Yeah. But okay, it was no, like no. it was so weird to me like even like the uh, the the people who were like cleaning the streets and like yeah. the cop that was uh the the cop that was directing traffic. She looked like a fucking model. Oh, and I was no. like, I was like, what the hell is going on here? It's oh, kind of like that in Ethiopia. When I went to Ethiopia, I've never felt so insecure in a room of women. I was like, everyone is completely beautiful. Like they're, and I literally, I went up to a girl. I was like, you are just beautiful. And she was like, I know. <laughs> like, oh, they just God. know. Oh. They just Who know they're that? all hot. Who I was like, I need to know. leave here That's immediately. Just... <laughs> Yes. Are they all skinny too? Maybe huh? I should start saying that. See how that goes for me. I know. 
<laughs> I was born this way. <laughs> God. Uh, let's see. Uh, His Dark Materials coming back for a third and final season. I know Morgan's a fan of that show. Um, I know did you, that did you read the book? I know yes. the general is a big fan of Lock and Key. Yeah, that's Lock and Key. For a third season. That's based on a graphic novel, right, Jenna? Yeah, that's a fantastic. Yeah, they got some, they got some my, cute girls on, on that list. show, too, don't they? I'm, I'm so behind on a lot of yeah. things. That's on my list. It's on your list, Lock and Key? Yeah, I heard it's nice, very good. Nice. I have to check yeah, it out. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah. Virgin River. General, right? Or is it a comic? Or? Yeah, it uh, a comic. Lock and Key was a graphic novel. Graphic novel, yeah. Which was yeah. a comic book prior to the graphic novel. Right? Yeah. Right, okay. So, um, yeah, so check that out on Netflix. Um, also, um, Virgin River, we just had Grayson Guernsey on last week, our special guest from last week. Uh, his show, he, you know, we actually asked him, is Virgin River renewed for season three? He's like, um, no, not yet. And then here we are next week, a week afterwards, we find out that Virgin River was indeed renewed for a third season. So I'm guessing he might have knew already. What do you think, Chachi? And he couldn't say. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. some of it. He couldn't say. Yeah. He should risk his career for us. <laughs> right. you know what I mean, like, Amen. gave us a right. scoop. Uh, J-Lo, Jennifer Lopez is going to be in a Netflix film, a feature film. What? Uh, Based on Isabella Maldonado's thriller novel, The Cipher. Have you heard about this Ooh. book, The Cipher, General? I know you're the expert on literature of all sorts. Um, Cipher. Cipher, Lopez is an FBI agent who finds herself drawn into a serial killer's case after he strategi- strategically posts complex codes and riddles online. That sounds like the, the, movie, the plot of the movie The Cell. Yeah, which Jennifer yeah. Lopez was in too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, it's just the cell, but a different well, title. Well, well, the cipher. Yeah. I mean, like if it's a if it's a serial killer posting riddles, that's been done a million times in a million places. Right. Like, I, mean, I could name five with that. There's a there's a there's it. a. I mean, there's the uh, Sherlock Holmes story where like Zodiac. That and, and yeah. Zodiac. And J Lo will be in a rom com with Owen Wilson. Hopefully called part of the Mary. Um, so look out for that as well. I was saying, hopefully part of the riddles involve her taking her clothes off. Oh, yeah. snap. Well, I saw... <laughs> I mean, how great saw, is she look? I saw Hustles. Um, yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. Hustlers. Yeah. 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 skincare line where she posed nude for. Yep. With Mert Atlas. Wait, what? Yeah. Yes. Yes. happened. It's amazing. She's got She's that booty. Amazing. Why does oh nobody tell me anything important in life? It's <laughs> um, great about having the riddle on if I have Sabrina on it, I can say anything creepy, and it will sound ten times more creepy than I will about the same thing. Right. She's a, she's allowed to say it. Yeah, yeah Josh. If, oh my God, really? What? Yeah. Josh, yeah. Yeah. There's no way that we could say to Brave Williams, for example, right. what Sabrina said without yes. being like. Yeah. <laughs> I think, also very charming, okay, guys. Oh, okay. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Okay, how charming you said you're gonna peek through a window? Yeah, that was very charming. Yeah. Oh no, I know. Had <laughs> <laughs> a swooning there. Hey, I would let so Sabrina peek through my window any day. Okay. Oh wow. <laughs> any day. Oh, sounds like it. Oh. Well, I'm trying be to careful. Say. Hey guys. Be careful <laughs> what you wish for. Yeah. Be careful yes. What you wish for. That I'm wishing. Yeah. Um, Sarah, you don't have to make any wishes. Oh, Lordy, Lordy. 
Cheers. This is, this is a oh, thank God. Guys, thank God. Right. Yeah, it won't be the wind blowing. <laughs> um, so She-Hulk, news on She-Hulk uh, series, Chachi, you sent me this, that this is going to be a half-hour legal comedy. They're going the comedy route. Generally, I think you said this on the show a while ago because you said the comic book was very comedic. So yes, it was. They're doing the same exact thing for the series on Disney Plus. So yeah, not thrilled. Not thrilled about the half hour. Really? Format. That's oh. the only. That's the only thing that yeah, uh, okay. because because then like you know everything's going to be like super compressed. Yeah. And I don't think that would work as well, especially like if they're going to make it comedic but still superheroic so she's still gonna have like you know fight scenes and stuff it's a little harder right. to do that in like in a, a half an hour yeah yes that makes sense but you know marvel has never done it before they've never done a comedy i mean i guess deadpool's kind of a comedy but well, how about um how but about, deadpool um... deadpool was still like in superhero yeah, action movie first but it was it was it was the galaxy but they were the they were both they were both too. still like adventure stories first, but with yeah. the like heavy comedic elements. And yes. that's what I, that's what I thought they were gonna do with She-Hulk, but it looks like instead they're gonna make it into like a sitcom, which doesn't mean it'll be bad. It'll probably still be great. But I think it's it'll be fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's just yeah. a. Um. Let's see what else. Just Lizzie McGuire. Pause, pause, pause. Really quick, really quick. Yes. Just going to throw this in there. You know how Deadpool was a comedy and how Ryan Reynolds had a lot to do with the original, the script for that. Well, right. also, since I mentioned this earlier, Ryan Reynolds worked with the Match.com people to oh, make yeah. the commercial that I was oh. referencing earlier. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you guys together. should check yeah. it out. It's on my Facebook. I saw it. It's cool. Yes. But- you think it it's like the most amazing thing in the world, so. Yeah. Um, it is Ryan, 2020 Ryan was literally like the it's year of it's, ver- yeah. it's very clever. <laughs> it yeah. all ties together Screen's head. I know. I, I get it. Yeah. It was cool. <laughs> send it to me. Send it to me. <laughs> I will. I'm going to send it to you right now. Sarah, you Sarah, you haven't, you haven't seen it yet? No. Oh, you're in for a treat. Yeah. <laughs> it is cool. pretty funny. It is. It's a really funny commercial. I'm excited. <laughs> So uh, Lizzie McGuire, uh, the reboot on Disney yeah. will not be going forward. Will not be going forward. So apparently oh, there was yeah. great, there was creative differences. So apparently the, the original showrunner wanted to have a more adult theme, you know, like Lizzie growing up. But Disney executives want wanted it to be um, youth um, oriented, more for young adults, um, like like the previous show was. So. Oh, it's a complete like just butting of heads of, of, of people involved with the project. Um, so that's not going to go forward. So too bad if you're. Uh, but you know, one reboot I am looking forward to, Chachi, is a trailer of a movie that's not getting a theatrical run. What will, will be on Amazon and yes. it's coming coming yes. to America, featuring Eddie Murphy reprising his role as Prince Akeem. Um, again. The original Coming to America is one of my favorite comedies of all time. It's right um, up there. Yes! He didn't like Coming to America. That person is not cool. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. That was a great movie. So I'm actually so really bad. excited Funny. to see the sequel. And, uh, That's going to be good. really big stars in it, too, right? Yes. And, of course, you have the original cast. Ar- Arsenio Hall's coming back. Eddie Murphy, of course. Um, and, of course, thank God James Earl Jones is back. Yes. Yeah. But some of the new cast members, um, 
Well, we have a few actually. Um, uh, let's see who who's um who's Eric joined? LaSalle. Is Eric LaSalle gonna? You know what? Get... Eric LaSalle was the Soul Glow guy. Wasn't yeah, he? he was great. Yeah, he's gonna be in it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, there's, there's quite a few cast members uh, coming aboard. Um, okay, I got it. I got it. Jermaine Fowler, Leslie Jones, Tracy Morgan, Kiki Lane, Wesley wow. Snipes, uh, John. Uh, Amos was actually in the original one. He's a McDowell's guy, you know. I still love him. Yeah, McDowell. So he'll be in. He'll be in this one too. Yeah, oh, he passed I away. So. John he Amos, away? didn't he? Oh, yeah. John Amos is it? Oh, he must have shot his scenes before he passed away, or did? Wait, double. No, no, he's still alive. No, oh, he's he still alive, dude. Oh, yeah. who am I thinking? <laughs> passed away. Oh, he, he died on good times. Uh oh. <laughs> but he didn't die in real life. Yeah. So one of my one of my highlights of 2020 because there wasn't many. No, but was, the trailer looks amazing though, doesn't it? The trailer for the Oh yeah. Too. Yeah, before we move on, yes. And um, it's a lot, lot of inappropriate humor, like it's like I mean, they're cussing in the trailer, you know, like during during the barbershop yeah, again. Cussing in the trailer. This guy's got to be like 112. The barbershop, yeah. the sexual chocolate guys coming back. Sexual chocolate. <laughs> uh, that was Eddie Murphy. Sexual chocolate. Sexual chocolate. Mm -hmm. yeah, like, like, like there's there's ragging the whole barbershop's ragging on um Paul and uh, right yeah his hair yeah and Black Panther costume designer Ruth Carter will be um designing the wardrobe for coming to America. Oh look at the pretty kitty. Aww. 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 My baby's asleep. He's so nappy. He had a lot of meetings. <laughs> He's so today. bad. That's Sabrina. Oh, he had so many meetings today. He was really tired because he's a busy boy. Oh. Yeah, this, this is great. This is great for radio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, one of the few hey, highlights. It's all about the pussy, okay? Okay. Uh, yes. Our husband children need to be acknowledged. Yes. yes. And yes. pussy gets views, all right? Yeah. Pussy yeah, gets does. views. I mean, Everybody loves period. a good pussy. Yeah, well, I mean, that's lie. not the one I had in mind, but yeah. Hey. Um, Sarah, Sarah feels me. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> One of my highlights of 2020, guys. Morgan's like, yeah. I'm allergic. <laughs> what I, I have no words. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if I can make a statement. Out. Okay. One of my highlights of 2020 was uh, meeting and interviewing one of my favorite actresses, Tessa Thompson. Valkyrie from MCU. I mean, she was in Creed. I mean, she's in Westworld. She's absolutely amazing. She got a new movie coming out called Sylvie's Love. And we actually talked to Tessa Thompson on the red carpet of Sundance of last year. Actually, this year, because it's Sundance coming up in January next month. Um, and uh, it's actually going to be dropping on Amazon. So it's, uh, it's going to um, star uh, Tessa as the character of Sylvie. And um, Nandi Azamuga, gosh, interesting name. <laughs> I guess he's from Africa. Oh, um, I, thought, I thought he was Irish. He's not. He's not Irish. Okay. <laughs> he's playing a character named Robert. That's a few stretch from uh, Nandi Azamuga. Um, but uh, it's, about, <laughs> it's about 1950s Harlem. Well, Robert, um, Robert is short for that. Yes, it's Robbie that short for Yeah. 
That's true. What? I okay. come from a family of Roberts, so I'm hanging yes. on every word. <laughs> Another movie uh, for you Justin Timberlake fans, as you know. He, he hasn't acted in a minute in a movie, but he's got a new mm-hmm. movie called Palmer, which is going to be on Apple TV+. Plus. Um, that's going to drop in July. Yeah, uh, he plays a character named Eddie Palmer, which that's the name of the film, Palmer. Oh, I was hoping Robert Palmer. Oh, Robert Palmer, yeah. yeah. He's an athlete who becomes addicted to painkillers, who gets caught robbing a home. He has a stint in prison and returns to his childhood or his um, hometown to find his gr- grandmother caring for a neighbor's child. And uh, the child does not fit into the rigid behavioral expectations of his rural home. Uh, home. So it sounds pretty interesting. I mean, it's, I haven't, sounds again, I haven't, like a, a lot of like acting performance from exactly. Justin Timberlake. Like, I mean, he's a good actor. He, we just haven't seen him in anything. I know he's a voice. I mean, he, I've enjoyed no. him in the movies I've seen him in, but I yeah. haven't seen him in very like emotionally heavy roles to really be able to judge whether he can handle something like That's that. Or yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think. Has he ever done like a pathos yeah. type role I, before? I can't yeah, personally it's been... think of anything that. So I, like, I can't like, judge let me, until let me... I see the performance. Yeah, like, I don't off know. Off the top of my head, I can check think the trailer out. Just, uh, the trailer does. You can see his yeah, act. It sounds like a very emotional roller coaster type role, and I, yes. I just am not confident enough at this point. Um, and JT, I mean, I love me some JT. Like, who doesn't? But <laughs> right. I'm just saying. I mean, I don't know. I, I'll have to see the trailer. I have to see the movie to judge. But just from what I've seen, I've never seen him do something super like. Very heavy range acting wise, so yeah, you know, I guess I'll have to check it yeah, out. I mean, Not like, that I'm gonna have a problem. He was Nobody he was good in the Social Network. TV. Remember the yeah. Social Network, the movie about but he, Facebook, but yep, it wasn't. I remember that movie. I did. Yeah, it wasn't really like an emotional role. Yeah, yeah. So. He played he played mm-hmm. kind of just a douchey tech bro. Yeah, he was a Napster guy, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just. It's oh it's God, hard Napster. for me to imagine Napster. him like genuinely crying on you. <laughs> And like, but, like when I think about it, the only other role I can think of that he was in was that uh, what was the the teacher movie with uh, with Cameron Diaz? Oh yeah, Bad um, Teacher. Bad Teacher. Oh, yeah. Okay. Bad Teacher. But yeah. he was still a comedic role, and he was still that like, cool, blah blah blah, blah let's get yeah. some laughs. Like he wasn't like crying hysterically because he couldn't get a fix. Right. Like, you know what I mean? I, I just, I mean, I'm not going to judge him because I, I haven't seen, I haven't seen him in that role yet. I have to watch before I can make an, a, like, an opinion about it. Right, for sure. We'll have to see. We'll so. have to wait and see. Uh, over on FX, uh, Taika Waititi's, con- can you say Taika Waititi's name again, Chachi? I like the way you say it. Taika Titi? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just say Taco Titi? Taiko Watiti. That's his name, right? Taco Titi. He was like Taco Titi. If you pronounce, if you pronounce it a different way. Actually, actually, Sabrina, Sabrina, here's a uh, actually a movie where Justin Timberlake did show some range. Black Snake Moan. Ooh, I didn't see it. That's a. That's a. Yeah, that's a really okay. good movie. I do recall Christina Ricci too, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, I, love but, it, but, I gotta check it out. Like, well, seriously, yeah. taco, taco, and titties are two of my favorite things. So we'll oh, yeah, 
That's Taika. all I love tacos and titties. Right, well. they're like Taika, right? Taika with titty, yeah. <laughs> so anyways, he's a great director. Thor Ragnarok, of course. Um, Jojo Rabbit. Uh, he has a comedy called Reservoir Dogs. I'm sorry. Yes. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. I'm totally reading it wrong. I'm like, sorry. is that a comedy? Yeah, I was like, that's not a comedy. <laughs> I thought it was funny. The rest of our dogs. Are I'm there, reading there it. are some funny it's liquor. Murder and funny. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's called Reservation Dogs. It's a little different. Sorry, I've been drinking. Well, Look at yeah. Whatever. Yeah, I'll we're all drinking. Drink. Sure that's fine. Out. Wait, so who's, so sure. who's playing Mr. Pink? <laughs> I'm playing Mr. Pink. No, it's it's Reservation Dogs, Chachi. So okay. it's about four Native American teenage girls. In rural Oklahoma, who spend their days committing crime um, while fighting it. Okay. Um, so committing crime while fighting it? No, yeah. Uh, you're going to need to explain a little bit more there, you get you, Al. You get general's attention. To spend, oh, so committing crime while also fighting crime. <laughs> so I guess it's a double, uh, are we talking like a double, um, you know? Like I'm just going to need some more background. background. You know, like the drug dealers. Are like the drug dealer like that works full time. Hey, what are you doing? Cat? My cat. Oh. He's being bad. He's trying to light the wires. Oh. To the light <laughs> and the. <laughs> I thought you were there. Like, we totally dominoes. do that for attention. Okay, There's Sabrina. Sabrina, you had a question of how someone yeah. can. How are they fighting committing crime? Like Dexter. While also fighting it. Yeah, like a Dexter. Like, a like you know the EMT that. Deals drugs on the side, like yeah. You know, that, so, that's kind of yeah. like the that's kind of like the that's the oh, like the the superheroes. The side that's like the superheroes and the boys. Volunteer, yeah. right? Or, right. Uh, charity. There you go. <laughs> there you go. So have an eight episode run. So <laughs> check it out. Um, more reboot rebooted television shows. I think the best one. Oh, it, God. More reboots. I mean, we're looking forward to Cobra Kai season three on Netflix. God, I mean, yes. That's version of a reboot but uh yeah, yeah if you if you watch, but it's not uh, a reboot it's a continuation of the story okay that's a good fair point because the original actors are being um honored. i have no beef with the continuation of the story yes i have yes. mad beef with the like eight complete reboot like yeah. seriously right. do we need another snow white do we right right because no. we don't amen actually well, these are these we, are projects if you watch so these, um these projects are projects i don't understand why they're rebooting because they weren't even that great to begin with um let's see there. uh little house on the prairie um Ugh. some people yeah. some people love that i mean okay yeah that. no yeah. yeah it's like a classic they, and yeah. then you know they and had I these like being bored to tears all the yeah, way yeah but the they were they were these like it, series of yeah. beloved children's novels as an adult so yeah, i was I mean, like what maybe I didn't appreciate the little child, but whatever House on the Prairie because I was too young to appreciate it. Right. And then I tried to like read a little bit of it, you know, while I was older, and I was like, no, no this actually still bores me to tears. Well, that's the thing. I mean, if they can make it a lot better, that's great. But this is well, my question to be... is, how are they gonna make somebody trans in the 1800s? How are they you know that? what? They Stop, could make another even. Pride and Prejudice movie. Like, we're all so entertained by way. the Morgan, I can't. Like you said. Wait, what? <laughs> Sabrina, what are you saying? I said we could make another Pride and Prejudice movie because we were all so entertained by the first four of them. 
Okay. Pride and Prejudice with zombies. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, with zombies, I'd probably actually watch that. Was there, did they actually make a movie about that? Didn't yes. They? Yeah. yeah. Prejudice zombies? Yeah, I would totally yes. watch. Yeah, because well, like, I remember that was, a, that was a book. They're like 1800s dressed as running. Like, no one cares that Sally got her from a curling iron. I was with you. I remember be I remember reading in twelfth grade Pride and Prejudice for English class and I hated like, every fucking care. second of it. But then uh-huh. I read it. I actually read it again. I actually read it again like five years later and, and you were still No, no, it was it was actually a pretty pretty good book to read when I got a little older. Part of that movie. Yep. Was when <laughs> yep. the backstory on certain reboot shows. The funny. <laughs> I love your rant. Every person iron. She rants on everything. And yes. I just don't yes. understand yes. what's Joe even being talked about. Joe or whatever right. her name. But really quick though, before we go on off of her hair getting burnt. Other shows out. Before we get on a crazy tangent, but yes, really quick, the Little House of the Prairie. We should be on CBS Paramount. If you don't, if you're wondering why I'm dying hysterically, Itachi alluded to a joke that how could they have a trans character in a short show about the 1800s? Right. Um, that is like a direct uh, joke due to the Saved by the Bell um, that has a um, a trans actor, actor, actress, you know, male to female trans. Um, who's a cheerleader and the most popular girl in school. So, um, and uh, you're you're alluding to that, I think. Uh, or so, maybe so. By episode episode four, I think I, I think Pa becomes Ma in episode four. Okay. The Stop. It is. It's, it's Stop. like. So it's, so in Saved by the Bell, that oh, that funny. is that is it just the actor, the actress who is trans, or the character is trans too? No, it's both. the it's both. Which one's the both, yeah. trans one? Oh, it's both. Wait, and I'm Saved so by behind. the Bell. I haven't watched the, the, the reboot. The reboot Saved yeah. by the Bell. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. I was like, so it's so it's actually like a plot point that the popular kid is a trans. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I believe that because, like, really, like, queen gay males are bitches, and they'll be like, ooh, honey, that dress does not go with your shoes. And, like, they'll be the first, like, mean girl to, like, you know, let you know what you're fucking up in your life. Yeah. But I guess we're on the top so of I could shirt. believe that, like, the gay person being the, like, queen bee in the school, like, I wouldn't be surprised at all. Well, if you have a gay best friend, they will let you know. Like, all your girlfriends will be like, no, you look great. Your gay best friend will be like, oh, mm, where do we start? Number one, your eyeshadow doesn't match your lipstick. Number two, you look honest. fat in that dress. Number three, um, honey, I know you think you're a size seven and a half, but Uh-oh. you're not. Okay. Just say. Um, I guess we're on the topic of of transgender. Um, uh, So Ellen Page, as you know, she came out as transgender. So now now, I was getting there, Morgan, but now she wants to be known as Elliot Page. And her her pronouns are he and they. Um, She recently posted a selfie thanking her uh, fans, thanking, I guess, his fans now for all the support after his transgender announcement. Um, 
He also released it, released his first selfie. Um, since the announcement, um, I mean, still looks like Ellen Page. Uh, I don't know if if Elliot, Ellen, Elliot, Ellen, Elliot. Okay, will be. Elliot. Well, the the thing is that she's transitioning from Ellen to Elliot, even though her name yeah, is not but Elliot. She's transitioning. Her intention is to be Elliot. Yeah. Okay. So, is she? So is, it's Elliot. Address it like that. Yeah. Is is he going to be uh, undergoing the reassignment surgery that wasn't addressed? So that's I guess, up to him. That's up to yeah. him. That, that's only up to him, and that's for him to decide and for him to c- declare and for us to to mm-hmm. applaud on as an audience. Holler. And that's that's it. Uh, yeah, and I honestly I don't, agree. I don't. I don't care either way. Like that's do what I. he wants to do. Mm-hmm. Fine. Like I. You know, those aren't questions that I would even ask. Like I just yep. am like okay. I, I love you ladies so much. Like we have moments like this and I just want to bite your cheek. (laughs) Sorry. But I just don't like, I just don't like we have so many other things to worry about. Personal sexual Mm -hmm. orientation. She wants to be a he. Let's keep it moving. Yeah. She wants to be a he. That's fine. You want to have purple hair? That's fine. I don't, I'm, I don't care about what you want to do in your free time with your personal life, with your body or with your like hair or whatever. I'm not going to stop you in the street and be like, no, sir, you shouldn't have purple hair and you shouldn't like men and you shouldn't have tattoos. (laughs) Like, you know what? Do you like be free, be who you you are. Everybody who's trying to judge you, like it's cool. It's mostly Christian people who are trying to judge. And all you have to say to Christian uh, people is, listen. I wouldn't say God's all. Come supposed on, no. to be my not, judge. No, people. Isn't he? Sabrina, no. Isn't don't, don't, don't. It's the internet. People oh, judge sorry, everybody but for everything. It's Christian it's people be like, not, mm, I mean, I consider yeah, myself I'm like, Christian, but I'm extremely God. open. So I don't, yeah, I don't I would think just that's say like uh, majority of Catholics are not as understanding as we are. Sure. Just saying, uh, God is supposed yeah. to be your. So, did you know there was another um, comedian that, that came out as transgender? Did you know about this judge. one, Eddie Lizard? No. Uh, I love Eddie Lizard. Okay, Eddie wants his. It's her Eddie. Eddie Izzard. Ed, it? Eddie Izzard. Okay, thank you. I wasn't familiar. I, think I know him. Her. Uh, the pronouns yeah, are her. Sorry. Izzard reveals that she wants to be based in girl mode from now on. Oh, okay. A lot of a lot of a lot of before before he transitioned, a lot of his comedy sets he'd wear a dress. Yeah. So it was whatever floats your boat, yo. That's what I'm just trying to say. Like I'm not familiar (laughs) with Eddie Izzard. Yeah. (laughs) Let them judge. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of a motion swell. He was in he was in he Take was in um, that original Avengers movie, the one with Sean Connery and uh, Uma Thurman, the uh, oh the Avengers. There's an Avengers movie with Uma Thurman. <laughs> yeah, picture Thurman of Mrs. Doubtfire. And and yeah, it's, ba- it's based Where on. Where have a, I been? It's based she on a, a 60s TV show called The Avengers. Uh, Has nothing to do okay. with Marvel. Nothing to do with Marvel. Got it. <laughs> and, oh, okay, uh, I was like, what in the effing hell? She had a famous comedian like video out called Cake is Cake or Death. 
And that was like a very famous viral comedic video that was out. Mm-hmm. So that that's how I knew Eddie. Yeah. Ah, okay. Mm. Yeah, cool. So we pivoted uh, there from the reboot stuff. There's a couple other things, which I don't understand why they're what, rebooting. What else? L.A. Law. This is a, really? Uh, with Blair Underwood. Um, I used to watch the shit out of L.A. Law when I was in middle school. So oh, Blair, my God. I love that school. show. Blair yeah. wants to reprise <laughs> his <70s>. role. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Blair, <laughs> Blair wants to reprise his role as an attorney, Jonathan Rollins. So it looks like it would be like a sequel reboot, which is more along the lines of Cobra Kai. Yeah, uh, so all the should be on the Supreme Court by now, right? Right. This one's this this one will be on ABC. It would it would be kind of cool to see Harry Hamlin back and um, yeah Susan yeah. Day and I'm trying to think who else was on that show. Yeah. Um, that 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 show had the first uh first same sex kiss on on broadcast television. I remember really? that. Yeah, that's some L A Law. L A Law. What year was that? Like nineteen eighty nine, maybe maybe nineteen ninety. It went from eighty six okay. to ninety four. Just because I know that Buffy the Vampire Slayer had this first uh gay relationship on network television. That's why I was asking. You thought Buffy was the winner, but it probably. No, uh, well, you guys are talking about a first, like, same-sex kiss. Same I'm sex talking kiss. about yeah. the first, yeah. first yeah. gay relationship with main characters on network television. Right. That yep. Buffy takes the cake on that. I Buffy know my trivia. Buffy takes the case on that. Okay, well, that, that's Sorry. fair. True. Uh, Mark Guggenheim, Uba Muhammad are writing the update for this L.A. Law. Mark Guggenheim, he's like a pretty well-known comic book writer. Yeah, he's an That's, Arrowverse veteran. You're yeah, right. and he's Jesus. like he he was the uh, he was the showrunner for all like the Arrowverse shows for Maybe a while. Maybe we'll have so. like an edgy, dark, you know, edge about it about the other. <laughs> I don't know. Um, let's see, All My Children. I don't know what they want to do a primetime version of All My Children called Pine Valley. So kind of like a spinoff, I guess. Okay. All My Children still on the air still on the air yeah i think i asked about this before mm-hmm. like who this is uh, a great who still watches who still watches like those traditional soap operas like the those daytime soaps Days like our lives yeah. i don't know but this is a Got great follow-up to my last comment because sarah michelle geller was also in all my children oh, oh well, there you go yeah. look at that wow the world is connected it's all coming together it, it's all come together exactly. yeah it's a Christmas miracle. And of course, <laughs> it uh, is a Christmas miracle. Ray Fisher, who had problems. It really is. Sweden. Ray Fisher. Also, I have a special guest that's going to help me sing my Christmas. Song. Oh, cool! Yeah, we're closing out with that. Um, Ray Fisher found his latest TV role. Of course, you know he was the one that had beef with Josh or complained about Josh's behavior on set as a director. Um, he's going to be on ABC's Women of the Movement limited series, so look out for that. Um, Fox announced The Great North, an animated series from the makers of Bob's Burgers that will drop on February. Oh, nice. Yeah. Jenny Slate will be voicing a character. Nick Offerman, Will Forte, among many others. Um, there'll be a, a spinoff of Superstore, if you're a fan of the Superstore show. I like show. that show. The spinoff will focus on Bo and Cheyenne. 
So I've heard that show's really funny. I yeah. I feel like it's too late it to get funny. into it. I feel like it's too late to get into it. I've never seen yeah. it before, but it's already on the final season. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but you can also, watch a spinoff. Quick, it's a good thirty-minute comedy when you just want something like funny, and mm-hmm. it's, I like it. Nice. Okay, really quick before we get into the next subject, and you guys can continue after this. Um, do I have enough time to run to the bathroom? I broke this well, you know what? already, yeah, and let's, I've let's, been drinking let's, beer. Actually, let's go ahead and Y'all take. Y'all getting tired. Hold on, hold on. Before we do, we'll take a break. Let's take a break for Chachi's classic cut. And we're going to throw in an archive of Koki's song, and then we're going to come back <gasps> and, and drop our goodbyes. Koki will not be with us tonight. No! So we, but so I, Koki, wrote a I know, I know. I'm so sad, no. too. So we're going to get the archive. Sa- Sarah, it? I know. I, I'm just as distraught as you. But we're gonna, luckily. We'll, we'll be bringing back a Koki Christmas cut from the archives. But Chachi, why don't you take us archives. away? Also, I, I'm in the cokey spirit because I wrote a parody yeah, we'll, this year. Right. So. Yep, we'll yes! Getting so the cokey spirit on. All right, Chachi. Sabrina, we'll go take a piss. Chachi, yes, take us <laughs> to the classic cup, please. All right. <laughs> it's... Ho, ho, ho. It is time for Chachi's classic Christmas cuts. Put these chestnuts in your mouth. Chachi. Shachi's Christmas cut back once again, the final one of December. It's always Ooh. the best month of BTB, where I go into the archives and handpick a classic Christmas song. And this one is no different. This is actually one from the band Cheap Trick, yes. which Ooh. are some of my favorite type of girls. Chachi. Chachi inside of me. That's right. That's right. Oh what's my! What's I Christmas swear to God, version? it sounds like she says that every time. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yes, it. but the song. Know. Okay. <laughs> the song. <laughs> in the spirit. <laughs> in the spirit of Koki. In the spirit of Koki, who takes a, a, a song and transforms it into his own. Mm-hmm. This song is actually a older song from Cheap Trick. I want you to want me. Which they recorded. Wait, and really... I thought we were doing Christmas cuts. Yeah, that's a, that's not very Christmassy. Yeah. Yeah. Can I fucking finish for a second? <laughs> okay. Is okay. Christmas this is, this is the song they took from 1977. I want you to want me and Cheap Trick actually changed one of their like own songs song. to make a Christmas song. Oh. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 this song is actually, I believe, it came out in 2012. <laughs> Wow. It's actually called I Want You for Christmas. Oh, that's, cool. Yeah. Wow, that's so they wild. The lyrics I don't... the original song and change it all into Christmas lyrics. Oh, cool. I, so, I don't think I've it. ever heard that before. Yes. Wow. Followed by Koki's uh, a classic Koki Christmas song. And guys, we'll be right back here on Below the Belt. Awesome. I want you for Christmas I need you for Christmas I'd love 
songs available only on live broadcasts on WMBC and below the belt show.com. Please suck my cock. Please suck my cock. Cause I'm hot. Cause I'm hot. I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas. I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas. I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas from the bottom of my pants. Please eat my cock. Please eat my cock. Please eat my cock and my balls and my ass. Fucking Jew. <laughs> I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas from the bottom of my pants. Please eat my cock. Please eat my cock. Please eat my cock. Cause I'm hot and you're not. I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas. I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas. I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas from the bottom of my pants. Yes, that was the classic Christmas <laughs> and Cokies. Uh, one of Cokies' classics from. Uh, one of our previous Christmas shows of years gone by. Well, Cookie is not back on the show and do like a, a Valentine's Day cut or something. 2020 has been bad, and Cokie not contributing to the Christmas cut this year. Yeah, it's is it, it just just is another upsetting. nail in the coffin of 2020, guys. It's another just, kick in the dick. Heart. Another kick in the gut. Sarah, Sarah was looking forward to Cokie. I was, yeah. I was. It ripped my heart out. Like I love his, <laughs> I love his work on Christmas. It's right, just, exactly. it's glorious. Right. Which is why I feel like I care. I covered that bass because normally I just sing a Christmas song. But Sabrina, this I'm glad year, you're doing. I wrote a parody. I'm glad you're doing it. Yeah, um, the yeah. and Cokie spirit will be about will be about yes. like sabrina will your song be about crack whores and like getting blowjobs and stuff like it that it better like, be it better yes. be okay um there's some parts about that but also i was inspired mostly from having covid so okay i love it i love it okay. there's a lot about snot you know um <laughs> snot to love everybody about everybody loves a good snot ball Oh boy! All right. Well, we'll not rock it. Let's save all that for the final uh, moments of the show. But let's wrap this. <laughs> wrap up the entertainment report. The, oh, final, the final episode of Saturday Night Live um, aired last Saturday. Talked about the tumultuous year that was 2020. What I didn't like was that Jim Carrey just didn't care. Plan his words, his name, but anyways, he was the Joe Biden of this season. As you know, Joe Biden is president-elect. He bailed out of the last two episodes of Saturday Night Live with his portrayal of um, Biden. So they had to get someone else, and Alex Moffat took over. And apparently, Jim Carrey only agreed to six shows yeah. um, to uh, to portray um, to portray um, Biden. So I mean, I thought wow. he did a great job, but you know, it's kind of like you know, just finish the season. Only two episodes left in the season. I mean, just. Just do it, you know. What's the big deal? But you know, it's kind of like a, you know, slapping the dick, kicking the dick, sort of uh, for 
people that were fans of his impression. I mean, I was a fan of his impression, you know, but, um, did it have anything to do with his spiritual awakening or is it just simply that he just did not want to do it? You know what? He didn't allude to any spiritual awakening. That's interesting. You, you, uh, you mentioned that, but, uh, he really just stuck to the fact that he only had a six episode commitment of, of his, uh, you know, of his Biden impression. Well, I mean, you got to pay the man. Well, yeah. I guess maybe SNL yeah. wasn't willing to pay him what he wanted, you know, but, yeah. you know, I mean, shit, they had enough money to pay, uh, what, Alec Baldwin? You know, at least four years of. Well, that's Alec Baldwin. I mean, Damn. God, what the hell else was he doing, Alec Baldwin? Yeah. I mean, Jim Carrey, is, I guess, is a different story. Yeah. So, what is, I mean, he has He's a little, little higher profile career than Alec Baldwin. Yeah, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. He's good on 30 Rock. I love Jim Carrey. I literally thought I was going to marry him when I was younger. <laughs> I grew up. Same. Like, people were like, I mean, what do you want to be when you grow up? I was like, Jim Carrey's wife, duh. Yes! <laughs> I mean, he's still so good in The uh, Grinch. So like, I just watched that again, and I'm yeah. like, it's just so funny. Like, Listen, yep. Mr. Poppins' parrots are Penguins. Mr. Poppins Penguins. Yeah, okay, Penguins, mm-hmm. whatever. It was great. <laughs> I love Jim Carrey. I mm-hmm. love him. And, uh, you know, if you think about Amazing. it, Saturday Night Live is one of the few shows with a live audience still because they have to pay their audience um, to be there. They're literally, like, actors sitting as audience members. They're paying them because of that's the only way they can get around COVID uh, rules. Isn't that crazy? I would love to do that. I would be the most rowdy, like, audience <laughs> member. I'd be like, me. Yes, oh, you would. Wow. Yeah. Oh, we would. know. Yeah, she would, she would talk through. We know. She would talk through the whole show. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I've been very quiet through a lot of it. Okay, y'all had, like, a 15-hour Mandalorian <laughs> thing. And hey, I don't like, know if you guys noticed, but hey, I didn't say Throughout She's all making of up that. for lost time. So. Yes, you're making up for lost time, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I gotta do what I gotta do. <laughs> Don't judge me for that. <laughs> Chris, Kristen Wiig did host that show, and Dua Lipa, who's very spicy, was the musical guest. So that was the last show her. of SNL. I love her too, man. She is, woof, she is easy on the eyes. Um, Ariana Grande off the market. She actually uh, got engaged to. Yes. Dalton Gomez, who is not, this, but... he's not in the entertainment industry. He Which is, is probably for the best. Yeah, mm-hmm. she, she was a previously mm-hmm. engaged to Pete Davidson of Saturday Night Live. Interesting oh. enough, we just oh, talked about some But, um, yeah, he's, a, he, I guess he's involved with real estate, I believe. I think so. Um, so he's rich. Je ne so, but, I thought he, I mean, but he totally looks like they've a, known each other. Like, isn't he like a fan, like a friend? Okay, this stuff? picture like, of them too is real cute. Yeah. I think she's known him for a while or something. Okay. Yeah. All right, that's cool. That's cool. Both yeah. of them. Yeah. Um, drama uh, with um, an actor from the Hero- from Heroes on NBC. Remember that show? Uh, Leonard uh, Roberts, who played the husband of Allie Larter, you know, she's one of the leads in that, um, apparently talked about how um, horrible uh, he was treated on set by his scene partner, talking about Allie Larter, talking about like instances of friction on set. um, She she was a single mom in that. Yes, that's right. I didn't think she had. I don't remember the husband yet. 
Yeah, yeah, because he was kicked off the first season because reportedly oh. she didn't like working with him. Um, oh, so maybe it was him. Why are we taking his side? Well, oh. I mean, they say that he was show <laughs> he was sidelined, and they say that he's a black a black actor, and that Ali Larder was uncomfortable doing like scenes of intimacy with with uh, her black co-star. Uh, alleged, you know, things. Allegedly, um, it's all alleged because all right, Ali allegedly. Larder. Apologize and says she doesn't recall any of that. She says that. Of course, that, you don't recall some racist shit. <laughs> uh, she said that his percept, like I am broke, heartbroken reading his perception of our relationship, which oh absolutely doesn't match my memory nor experience I don't on the show. Anything about that? I love black people. I let them make so macaroni and they, cheese they and collard greens. <laughs> Like, but my mac and cheese is good. Uh, I love about. you, Sam. I love you, Sam. <laughs> so they weren't they weren't intending on on cutting his character. I think it was after Ali Larder complained, and because she was one of the leads on the show, they just they granted her wish and they killed off his character from the show and That's affected his career. That's awful, especially because yeah. like there hasn't been it hasn't been that long that ethnic people have had like an opportunity to be the main characters in like primetime television. So that's right. awful. And that sucks. Cause I really liked Ali Lutter, but I mean, you know what? You, we don't know the whole real story. We don't. Amen. And every day is a chance to grow and move forward and accept what you've done. Yes, and bro. let's, yeah. I bet no. she's gonna grow after the whole. Well, and then that will be actually racist. This will be a whole lovely reality check. And if yeah. she's not, you know, people will come through from her past and from whatever and be like, nah, this bitch is down. Well, what I mean, are you talking I mean, about? I mean, honestly, if she wore the uh, whipped cream bikini she wore in Varsity Blues, she could, she could attack all of my um, ancestors. I wouldn't care. <laughs> you, you say that, but you know, you're oh my god I, I do remember that no but here is here is here is with a great show at the beginning all this tonight. you know what i did what, what i didn't I like not. about ali larder's work was uh the jay and silent bob strike back her character no. farted oh yeah, yeah. Uh, i thought that. you were gonna say varsity blues with the no the... well no chachi was alluding to varsity blues i'm re- yeah, i'm i'm alluding yeah. to jay and silent bob uh Strike oh yes, back where she farted. She farted oh, and just kind of took all the up. men on this show. You guys are just so charming. <laughs> I remember Allie Larder's. They called her. They called her Allie. So because of that, remember Allie Larder because she farted in one movie. Exactly. That's why they called her Allie Farter. You guys are. You guys are. <laughs> That's really, terrible. Oh, oh, it's God. true. That poor girl. That poor girl. I yeah. Know, right. No, yeah. but um, mm. but anybody getting fired from Heroes was done a favor because that show got to be so horrible after. Oh. Like, okay, season. I will agree with you. it. Yeah. Started out so good. It did. It so Meow. And then Meow. it slowly <laughs> went downhill, and it was just it just got worse and worse. And and us as fans, we were like, no, but it's gonna come back, and it didn't. It did yeah. it. Okay, the boys, I think I think the boys are making up for that show. Uh, really bad. 
Yes, the boys. The boys is making up. Yeah, the hero, heroes was like a. Uh, what was that? that Two thousand six. Yeah, it's like one of the yeah, predecessors so, for a lot of these. Was, yeah. That it was blocked so on my TV until the last season. Last season was really bad. Yeah, I mean, it had its good run, and they they came back with that re. That sequel the series. The reboot was bad too. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. I, 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 I totally forgot there I was a reboot. Had a I don't think I watched it. To my yeah, I thought. What I mean, year just, was that? What year was was that? The, the, the reboot, reboot or the original show? The original, the original. Original show, I believe, went from like 2005 to 2009 or something, like four seasons. Way off. Something <laughs> like that. Did not say that. Nope. 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 All yeah. right. All right. No hope for me. No hope yeah. for me. <laughs> um, is that about right, Chachi? I think so. Um, Something like that. Like, I don't even care yeah. at this point. Yeah. Um, and Shia LaBeouf accused of um, assault, sexual battery, and abusive relationship in a lawsuit mm. filed by Twigs. Um, I guess what? formerly known as Twigs is, is, is her name. The fuck? Her name is Twigs. Know. Yeah. Well, Shia I guess- musician? Is that a musician? Her real name is Talila. FK Twigs? Uh, F- no. Yes, FK Twigs. Yes. Is she like a rapper or something? Yes, yeah, she's a rapper. It's oh, oh, you, Morgan, being all up Shut to date with I don't the know pop she, culture. I don't know who she is. <laughs> I usually <laughs> am. But I don't know you. who she is, but I know the specific. I don't yeah. know this rap. What's this rap music? <laughs> Anyways, yeah. I'm still over here hoping Britney gets well. <laughs> Free Britney. Free Britney. Yeah, My girl, Britney. Anyways, uh, yeah, she filed a lawsuit with uh, uh, in L.A. Um, against Shia LaBeouf for, for mm. alleged sexual battery and abuse mm. and uh you know, he's had a lot of issues over the years. He's had yeah, childhood trauma. I thought he had gotten better. I thought it he'd cleaned up his back. Yep. He's, like, gone down. Mel- I mean, honestly, like, I always say, like, wait to see, yeah. like, to see what the truth is. But, I mean, pretty much anything people accuse Shia, Shia of, I believe him. Because he's yeah. just crazy. Kind of gone. He's crazy. He's, he's had crazy, runs yes. with the law, substance abuse. The and he did thing was just the two thing. Yeah. I yeah. One of my favorites is uh, Margaret Qualley. Him and Margaret Qualley did a very racy music video where they're both naked. Um, you can check oh, it out. Garcia? He, um, he, well, it was uh, Shia LaBeouf and Margaret Qualley. And the music video was for Margaret Elastic sister. Heart? That sounds familiar. Is that it? Sia? Elastic Heart? Uh, well, Shia LaBeouf and Margaret yeah, Qualley. He- yeah, and, he was the male lead in that music video. Right, so you saw the video, yeah. I mean, yeah, I love me some Sia. I've been on Sia since the 90s Wait, not, before not, anybody knew wait. about her life. Sabrina, no, Shia, <laughs> not Sia. Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he was a dancer or the main lead. In Sabrina, we were just video. talking about Shia LaBeouf for the last 15 minutes. No, I, I know. I'm actually, I'm talking about Shia LaBeouf in the music video for Sia, Elastic Heart. He's the lead male uh, in that. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I'm not retarded no. right now. Okay. Yeah, but he wasn't naked uh, in that video, was he? Uh, he was like... Very race, racy clothes. Okay, now that must be another video. There's another one with Margaret Qualley. 
And Margaret Qualley is basically <laughs> full frontal nudity. Yeah. She's not shy. She's not shy. Uh, just uh, she she was in the movie um, Donnie Brook. Um, I need to look this up so yeah, I can completely. We, we are the most efficient podcast on yeah. the internet. <laughs> it's the uh, I, don't, I don't know about that. I I'm love how we lie. always have periodic where everyone tries to call Sabrina <laughs> out, but Sabrina's actually pretty aware. <laughs> just saying. Sarcastic. All the time I love, on show. We just we just spent like what five minutes uh debating whether Shia LaBeouf or Sia Shia. were the same person. <laughs> <laughs> Blame it on the holiday eggnog, guys. Merry oh Christmas, my god. Guys. Well at least we're gonna get a okay. the bright side of twenty twenty one is most of us will have the COVID vaccine. So yes, a COVID stimulus bill was passed, the nine hundred billion COVID stimulus bill. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot with a lot with what continue but, my christmas uh, parody song joe, joe biden was one of the first uh politicos to receive um the the covid vaccine uh, i think mike pence also took it as well nancy pelosi mitch mcconnell so Basically, all the lead politicians and um, the frontline workers are getting them first. So that seems like what's going on right now. Even though they're saying they want to set an example, it's more like they are on the top yes. of, uh, you know, of the um, food chart. They're top so the of the people, food chart. The people on Blow the Belt show will get it probably 2028. Yeah. <laughs> that's, how, that's how low on the total the vaccine They'll come out vaccine. with a cure before we, yeah. we're on the level. Yeah, together. I mean, I'm not, I'm not worried. We're essential uh, employees, though. We're essential for entertainment. So. Yeah, that's debatable. Uh, that is debatable, right? That is debatable, yeah. Apparently, apparently in California, though. Yeah. California, in California, actors are considered essential workers. Like they're yes, actually. Thank they're, you. See, and we are on the podcast entertaining. So. How how convenient. Um. So apparently, they're shooting the American Crime Story impeachment. Um. This is all about Bill Clinton and uh, his uh, you know, his romp in the oral office. Yeah, you get it, oral yeah. office. Yeah. How are they uh, going to make a whole movie out of that? Is it going to be like? <laughs> Bill might have thought about getting head from Monica Lorena, but how did I get Lorena Bobbitt out of that? I've obviously <laughs> the beer's been getting to me. There's a there's there's Bill a thought lot. about getting head from Monica, but he was there... like, no, I can't. <laughs> She's my aide. Yeah. I can't do that. You know who's and playing Monica? Keep that going for like an hour or two. No, no, they can. There's a lot of story behind that. Yeah, yeah, there's like yeah. all the backstory about who knew and and the, the same thing. And, and then when they when you yeah. bring in people like Ken Starr and yep. a, a, a ton of other people, like yeah, there's a. I knew really... she was trying to get in there, and I wasn't gonna say anything. But now that it's been released, yeah, I knew it was gonna happen before Hillary did. Hey, am I am I allowed to talk about another podcast on this show? No. 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 Okay. <laughs> no, if, if it's if it's like a Joe Rogan, of course. Yeah, oh, Joe Rogan. No, no, no. This is this is a totally different kind of podcast. Yeah. It's like okay, a more informational one, but there sure, is a fantastic. There's a fantastic podcast called Slow Burn that does this like like ten episode like deep dive into. Uh, like you know, a major scandal like in every season, and they and do one. Than in general. 
<laughs> don't think I don't think they'll let me on that show. But it, they, they've covered they've covered the um, Bill Clinton scandal. Yeah, and it yeah. was really really well done. So and that's how like, of, I've heard of that. I heard it's good. Yeah, there are a lot of mystery podcasts that are mm-hmm. like popularized right now. So that is true. That is but. True. Well, I was getting at with American Crime Story, there was actually positive cases of COVID-19 that had been recorded on set, so they had to shut production down. And um, they're actually almost um, done shooting, so it's a shame that they had to shut down well, It was production. transferred by a cigar, right, I heard? Yes. <laughs> Is that true? Too soon? Is that too soon? <laughs> Is that, I think that's too soon. That's a good one. I like that. I like that. Uh, <laughs> general, you're cracking up. I love yeah, it. Yeah, I know. It's way too late. I can't uh, believe. I don't even laugh at that. Like, Alan, yeah. Yeah. Alan, yeah I, I'm like five beers deep at this yeah. point. So. And Alan DeGeneres, the latest celebrity to had contracted COVID. Um, oh, I love Ellen. I hope she lives. Hope she she'll be fine. <laughs> she had a very weird um, side uh, or um, symptom. She had excruciating back pain as a result. I know you get aches and pains, but I guess it just affected her back more so. I had back. I had like back Sarah's pain back. too, but I thought it was just because like I have issues with mm-hmm. my back and yeah. when you're like sick or whatever it just interferes with that so i just figured it was related to that but yeah. well, it might have been how ellen caught it too also no one talks about the stomach issues when it comes to covid oh, but there are get... some legit stomach issues yeah. that not, happen. almost going to tonight either okay Almost yeah, too personal not, to want to talk about. Either. Oh yeah, definitely yeah. too I, personal to want to talk about. Yeah. But, I, you also, know. I also we'll know people that didn't have that. Like, so, oh, I, know I mean, people I think who didn't have any symptoms at all. But yeah. like, so I don't think it's ever people like me, and um, I'm not okay. gonna say I'm gonna use a rhyming name like me and Byron that had really. Yeah awful symptoms okay. that were stomach related okay well no one talks need... about it okay you don't have to everyone's get... all like mur, 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 the cough i was like do i have the flu no that's a symptom ah. <laughs> well um, i think we're ready to wrap up tonight's show yeah, here on that segment uh, just some rest in peace shout outs of course we mentioned jeremy bullock the original boba yeah. fett had passed away robert p cohen ad on the breakfast club um, the assistant director, that is. Uh, Lampoon's Vacation, Back to School. A lot of great 80s uh, oh, wow. movies had passed away at the age of 76 due to complications from COVID-19. Um, we also lost uh, Ned Wynn, actor and screenwriter. Uh, four-time Oscar nominee Peter Lamont had passed away. Oh, kitty. And Doug oh. Crane, an animator who worked on this uh, Spider-Man um, animated series, Beavis and Butthead Do America, had died of cancer at age 85. That, that the, rest in peace for those. Uh, and um, celebrating. Damn, birth- Sarah just got hit in the face by a pussy. Nice. <laughs> you see that? I love it. I missed it. Yeah. <laughs> she like swung on her. <laughs> um, and we always do a birthday shout out for those to celebrate. I guess. This is a Tuesday shout out for birthday celebration on December twenty second. Is it? Is it Tuesday? No, it's Wednesday now. It's tu- it, yeah, I guess it is Wednesday. Yeah, I have I'm both. Wednesday. Yeah, both. <laughs> yeah, I have Tuesday and Wednesday. Uh, Diane Sawyer seventy five. Thursday ones. <laughs> I'm just gonna name the ones I've heard of because okay. I've read too many. Uh, Ralph Fiennes of uh, is fifty six. Oh, 
You mean Rafe Fiennes? Like Rafe, Ralph yeah. Fiennes. Ralph. Ralph Fiennes. Rafe. <laughs> Is it Ray or Ralph? I'm Rafe. 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 Oh, it's Rafe? Yeah. Oh, oh God. Who is it? Uh, let's see. Ray Fiennes? You don't know who yeah. Ray Fiennes is? Egg now. I don't know. Do I? He's an actor. Yeah. He's, uh, he played uh, he played Voldemort, for example. He was yes, in Schindler's List. He was, yes. he was in Schindler's List. He played yeah. the... Um, he. Oh, my God. He's been in like yeah, a million just, things. I mean, Sorry, I Voldemort. mispronounced Voldemort. it. That's, that's it. Voldemort. He's the ultimate baddie in the, the Harry so Potter. So good. So yeah. good as him. Uh, he was in Remains of the Day. That's a good yep. movie. And uh, yeah, uh, let's see. Heather Donahue from Blair Witch is forty-seven. Uh, Chris Carmack from The O.C. is forty today. And um, Megan Trainers twenty-seven. That's mm. birthdays today. Yeah. Good for her. Oh, Jordan yeah. Sparks. She's thirty-one today. So. Oh. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy fucking Feliz birthday. Feliz cumpleaños. Yes. Uh, Tabalot Mubarak. Yeah. Actually, you're gonna die. <laughs> uh, happy birthday to Eddie Vedder of Pearl Jam. Eddie okay. Oh, uh, nice. Tomorrow on Wednesday the 23rd, Eddie will be 56. Um, but yeah. Anyways, guys, that is a wrap for 2020's Below the Belt show. We're gonna end tonight oh. with the musical segment. Sadly, we do not have a performance. By Koki Claus, who does the Christmas renditions. Although you did hear, hear a sneak peek or, a, a, you know, something from the archives of a previous perverted Christmas cut by Koki. Now we're going to wrap up with the one and only Savvy Taylor Smith, Miss Sweet Chocolata, with her performance as Siren, the Entertainer Davis, joining. Oh. Uh, she was good too, but I don't know where she is right now. So I'm oh. Okay. On my own. All right, Sabrina. So I was inspired by having coronavirus, just so you guys know. Oh, wow. But also, I'm, like, still having some vocal stuff, so I'm taking it down a key for those of the, like, below-the-belt listeners that are going to be like, well, she didn't do her original key. Like, okay. <laughs> I had yeah. coronavirus. Get That's over it. That's listeners all sound, too. Yeah. That, yeah. It's just like that. That is. Exactly, exactly how they <laughs> I had coronavirus, so don't judge me. Yum! Okay. I think we have cookie hair anyways tonight. Nah. Whenever you're ready, Sabrina. Five, six, seven, eight. I don't want a lot for Christmas. There is just one thing I need. I don't care about the presents. We just need a new vaccine. I don't want the endless night or the fevers cold and hot. Make my wish come true. I don't want the Rona or flu. The flu, baby, I won't ask for
for much this Christmas. I won't even wish for blow. I don't want to stay awake to get my groceries from the door. I want to be up all night drinking till the morning light. Make my wish come true. I don't want the Rona or flu. Okay. Uh, wow. There's no sound of children's laughter in the air. And there ain't no denying this year has death been trying. Santa, won't you bring me the thing I really need? Won't please bring us all a vaccine? I won't ask for much this Christmas. I won't even wish for a blow. I just want to see my baby and not six feet from the door. I just want a dirty hoe holding on despite my cold. Make my wish come true. I don't want the Rona or the flu. Here's my COVID song for you for Christmas. Yay! I clapped a little early. Got the rest clapping. Yeah. No, no, you didn't know I was building up for that bridge moment. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's no carolers singing, and there's no children laughter in the air. If Cookie's reincarnated as a black woman, right there. Fads all the way. We could always rely on you. And stuff and like, we could always rely on Sabrina to save Christmas. Yes. So, Sabrina, thank you. Thank you. That's a great rendition. Uh, below the Belt Show, we'll be taking a two-week hiatus, much needed um, for, the, uh, f for some recharging of the batteries. Um, hopefully, we'll be booking somebody from Cobra Kai Season 3. Yes, our uh, season uh, premiere, our 2021 season premiere. Maybe I can actually oh, no. talk to Ralph Macchio oh. this time and not get too scared. <laughs> 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 it's all about it. So hopefully that will happen. Um, and um, Sarah, you're working on um, a, a guest for us that was on uh, Walking Dead World Beyond. So we won't really? announce it yet, but you befriended another cast member when you were working on that show. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> And we'll announce it when it happens. How's that? Yes. Okay, and, good. and Sarah, you do have a book if you're looking for that last minute Christmas present. Sarah, do you have your book to promote? I do, I do, I do. Should I show it now? Yeah, yes. sure. Okay. Yes. Here it is. 
Yes, Sarah, I have been talking about that book. What is that? I need that. The Unicorn Handbook. But I want you to sign it for me. Yeah. Okay. I, I need it for free. Sarah, you yes. can I, I need Who's coming to the social time. tomorrow? I brought, Sarah, I brought this up to Al because I yeah. get this magazine called like Fairy Magazine or Enchanted. It's like magic, whatever. <laughs> she was on it. And you were in there and I was like, I... I was like, A, it's about unicorns, which I love. And I was like, and I know her. I was like, Al, I was like, I need her. I need to see her. I need this. And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll make that happen. Well, here we are. But also, Sarah, I'm going to need about 20 of those to put on my online store with your Lord. <laughs> oh, wow. Yes. yes. Unicorn Handbook. And you can find this at Barnes & Noble. It's also, on, and it's also on Amazon.com, so right? Cute. And it will also be on awesome. BadassBeatsWare.com. What's that, Sarah? Walmart and Target. Target. Okay. <laughs> Walmart and Target. Sorry, so, yes. A bit. Awesome. Oh, you took, your, you took your mic off. That's why you're not as loud, I guess. My phone died. Oh, your phone died. So, you're yeah. on a different device. Got it. <laughs> that makes sense. But anyways, yes, this is an amazing show from top to bottom. I'd like to thank everybody. It's been a part of this panel, of course, starting with our celebrity guest earlier, Brave Williams. Make sure you check out Christmas Lottery on BET. Thanks so much for the panel. Um, let's start with the one and only, the king of the 80s, Achachi McFly. Yeah, thanks, everybody, for being on the show tonight. Like, you know, this year has definitely sucked, but all you people have made it a lot better, like doing this once a week. And, you know, this is always my favorite show of the year, so it's great to have it is. all of you favorite take the time of out of your busy yeah. schedule to join us. Yes, I, I do love the Christmas show, even though I'm sick every year. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but Sabrina, I do love it. Sabrina Taylor-Smith, uh, I guess we'll go in seniority, B2B. Sabrina, thank you for being a part of B2B's Christmas show I again. I always love the Christmas show, even though I'm literally sick every year. But wow. at least I've kept up with the tradition. Yes, I was even, sick last year too. <laughs> hey, you know, oh my God. you know guys. what's great? You can be sick and do the show. I know I'm consistent at yeah. least with my. It can feet. snow five feet and we can still do the show. So this is the advantage of BTB, the quarantine edition, the at home edition. That Sabrina, true. thank you for being a part. <laughs> I think Mike the General Zod was next in seniority. Mike the General Zod, thank you so much for your endless knowledge and uh, pissing off. Uh, uh, brave. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> yes. I don't think I just no, 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 no. I got myself got myself out of that little hole. I hope. I don't know. But yeah, I it's it's always always like, you know, it's like a festive time and I feel like I'm festive with the best kind of people and Aww. it's always really great. Yeah. I love got a good I, I, little crew going on over yeah. here. Yeah. Yep. Morgan Fabulous, a.k.a. Morgan Fab, a.k.a. Miss Light Skin Talent. Can I stand up for this Ooh, Light Skin Talent in the house. Hey. <laughs> yes. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. This is always so much fun. Yes. Uh, I miss seeing you guys in person, but this is definitely awesome. But we do have a B2B um yes. social tomorrow so some of you will be in I attendance i won't be there um, i know super savvy i'm still trying to keep away but well, if we i was that, there i would yeah, give we you guys the... all a oh. nice little bite on your cheeks your little cute cheekies 
I would give you a bite. Aww. I would give it to you. And your I special your special bite. dip that you make. Yeah, you know. You know yeah. it, but I'll make it for you. I will make it for you special after the Christmas time All right. to All make right. up for my absence. You and of better. course, Sarah, snuffle up Benson. Thank you for coming back on BTB. You're always a, a lovely treat to have on the show. A lovely treat. Check, yes. Check out her <laughs> unicorn book. You don't call, you don't call me a lovely treat. Uh, well, I don't remember being called a lovely okay, treat. Also, can I just mention, Al, yes. you got chocolate, caramel, and vanilla on here tonight. Well, Sarah's kind of a mocha chocolate vanilla latte, right? No, it's it's, uh, it's Chachi who's the vanilla. Oh, okay, Chachi's the vanilla. Okay. (laughs) Sarah's vanilla spice. Vanilla spice. Definitely ain't just vanilla. Okay. Vanilla spice. Whatever Latina and Asian mix is, that's what I fucking am. All right. Yeah. All right. So that that's kind of like that's kind of like soy leche. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, you oh, got yeah. all the whatever flavors. the fuck. All <laughs> right. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm cafe au lait. Yeah. Cafe au lait. Chocolate. And spicy with Indian a bit of like, what the fuck. With a spicy bit of with a bit of what the fuck. Yes, Sarah. I've got some hala <laughs> in there. And I'm it's just creamer. Like you take the whole cocoa. creamer and you, it's dumping it into your cup okay. by accident. Ain't nothing wrong with the creamer. <laughs> okay. I'm not hating on the What about you, General? Pie. General, what are you, what are you, General? Uh, like let's see. Cream caramel, like it's the supreme. best kind. Oh. Like, like you, Al, y'all are like supreme caramel, like the best kind. The cream Sarah's kind. drunk. Not the hard kind. <laughs> oh, well, should all be, I hope everybody's drinking, by the way. This is the Christmas. Oh, show. yeah, we are. We are. Gotcha. Not the hard kind that hurts your teeth, where you're like, oh no, I might break my tooth. It's the nice, creamy, smooth kind. I just oh, knew. the kind that just melts in your mouth. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. yeah. Succulent. It's succulent. It's oh my succulent. god. Succulent. It's delicious. It's delicious. Well, this is the start of this is officially Christmas Eve, isn't it? Oh no, yeah. 23rd. No, no, 23rd. Sorry. It might be. It, it might forever. be if it goes on yeah, forever. So yeah. maybe we should quit while we're ahead. Um, but um, for those making the BTB social, we'll see you then. Um, <laughs> for our fans and our and all our friends, we'll see you in two weeks. Um, for BTB's 2021 premiere with um, working on Cobra Kai. Um, Cobra Kai is uh, the goal for the three weeks, right? Um, the second Wednesday in January, I think that's when we're coming. They're taking two weeks off. I thought you said. Yeah, we're taking uh, the 29th off and the first week in January off. So we'll see you in three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's three weeks. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We'll see you guys in three weeks, we guys. And that's why I'm here to, for that math. Have to close Adios. with Adios. a Chris. Hold on, gotta close with a Christmas cool cut. I am uh, closing with the. The, the the singer that just got engaged, Ariana Grande, she does a great rendition of Last Christmas. <laughs> I and, didn't uh, hear it. Ready. heard it. It's, it's pretty nice. So Ariana's going to take us into 2021, guys. <laughs> so Merry Christmas <laughs> to all our listeners. Yes. All our friends, family, to the Merry BTB Christmas. co-host. Yeah, thanks for listening to us all Happy year long. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. <laughs> 
Christmas Mubarak. Thank you. New Year's. Happy New Year. And we'll see you guys. Yeah, and for the people who actually made it through this whole entire show, for the people who lasted this whole entire show listening, the general will personally blow you. (laughs) Made it through that as a reward. God bless. God bless. God bless us, everyone. The, th- the things yeah. I do for the show. <laughs> okay. I'm saying that, Jenna, no one, no one made it this far, so you're fine. <laughs> okay. People dropped off like a half hour ago. Oh, yeah. so that's that's what Tiny Tim is all about. I get it. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> God bless us, everyone. <laughs> okay. All right, guys. I think we're getting ahead of ourselves. Literally. Morgan Fab, the General Chachi. I know we'll see you guys tomorrow. Sarah, are you coming? Can Sarah be the B2B social? Sarah, come. Until, uh, I mean, I'm going to try to go get a COVID test earlier in the day, but if I don't. If you you can get a rapid, come. you need to stay home. Yeah, I don't want that. Oh, Sarah, your ankle. What are you wearing? Don't ruin it. Already. But I want to, I would rather get like a rapid test and clear like before I come out. Especially with people I love so much. Like, I'd rather, you know, I don't want to infect the people I love. I want to infect the people I don't like. Yeah, we don't want to kill our whole entire family on Christmas. So thank you. Yeah, exactly. That that's not my life goal. Right. Exactly. And if I pass, then I'll be there. If I don't, I won't. Right. And if I can't, I won't either. So Ariana Grande taking us out of 2020, and we're gonna be back in 2021, guys. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year's, and God bless. We'll see you then. Peace. Peace. Love and happiness. Songs available only on live broadcasts on WMBC and BelowTheBeltShow.com. Well, it has been a ill show tonight, and I think we have all learned some valuable lessons. This is your bot for the bad boys of Baltimore saying, until next time, keep chilling like a villain. Bye, dude, bye.